Hello, Stephen Allen here. Welcome along to this festive Christmas podcast special. On the radio show that I do in the afternoons, the radio station was running a, a charity appeal where people bring in presents or be given to less fortunate children in the area. You'll, let, you'll hear more of the details explained later in the podcast. Basically, someone brought in a book and we started doing on the show, and again, you'll hear this as well, uh, a live reading from the book, reading some of the stories. There's 365 stories in it. And what we've also now done is compile them together into what seems to be the longest podcast I've ever done from this radio show. So get yourself sat down, prepare to get festive, and have a listen to this. Do you know what else has made me happy today? Today's Black Friday. Have you seen the videos? If not, we'll find a way of posting this online or something. They sent a TV crew down to, I think it was a Curry's somewhere, expecting there to be... Do they still do the Curry's? I don't know. And that I was expecting there to be some massive stampede. They've got the cameras there. They opened the door this morning. It's the Black Friday. It's the big Black Friday sale. Come on down. Hey, I'm not knocking the idea of Black Friday sales. Some of us get a slightly bit more voiceover work around this time of year. Plus, my Santa impression helps to pay the bills. But anyway. And then uh, they open the doors this morning. One guy walks in. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. I'd just like to say there are a few things in this, in this world that every so often... You think, you know what, I'm proud. I'm very proud to be British. It's a nice collection of these things that happen through the year, and today is one of them. I am proud of the way that we Brits respond to Black Friday. Do we go like Americans and all pile down, have a punch up with someone over a cheap TV? No. What we do is, one guy who forgets to not turn up turns up. The rest of us go, oh, what's that, 20% off or a rest in our own decorum? <laughs> I think we'll go for the Zegram, please. <laughs> I think we are... Oh, I, don't know where, I don't know where my elf is. Where's my elf for my elf report? Where'd my elf be at? Got to get the... Uh, I don't think the elf realises it. El- it is definitely elf report time. Wait for the little delay for it to kick out into the office. And there he is. He's coming this way. Uh, so we'll get the elf report on the way. If you've had any uh, Black Friday-related stories, there's a phone number that you might want. Uh, 01708741075. You can tell me if you've done... I mean, have you gone out and got any sort of a bargain? 20% off or a lion? Uh, right, let's see what's happening in the world of Elf Reportage. Elf Reportage. Ooh, I'm so sorry, Steve. I was, I was very tardy there. It was because I was just dealing with some people that had just bought presents in. Really? Because it, it sounds like you were just dealing with eating. No, I had some, I had a cookie yeah. at the same time, and I had to apologise for having a mouthful when I was dealing with the people that came in and brought some lovely books okay. for some children. I think they've been out and about today on Black Friday. Do we have? Do we know what the books are? Do we, are they openable? They're not wrapped or anything. Are no, they? they are openable. Do you want um, to go get one? All right, yeah. Do, do we you want to read an extract? Yeah, yeah. We get, so you're going to get one of the books. I'll, I'll pad. It's radio. It's easy. This. Um, so we're just going to get Elf time to go and get one of the books. And it'll be nice. It's not very often that we have a reading of a book live on radio. Probably for I don't know good reason. Um, but here we go. Here's, here's the book. That's what we got here. Though uh, straight away, we want to go for the bottom one, the chunky one. So you want to go for chunky bottom? Oh, so you... do you think this is some lowbrow show? This is the the thick book version. Okay, so you, you're snubbing Disney princesses, oh, yeah, which has a free tiara with it. I'll tell you what. Actually, you should keep that because later on the show, we're going to talk about the mummies complained about Sleeping Beauty. Have you heard that uh, new story? I haven't. Um, the uh, there's a little little teaser for it. Yeah. She's complained that she doesn't think her six-year-old son should be taught the story of Sleeping Beauty because the prince kisses Sleeping Beauty without consent. <laughs> We're talking about that on the show today. <laughs> we are definitely talking well, about that. Well, there's, there's something in there. 
there's got a, you've got a point but right. you're so you're opting for the chunkier book which is 365 stories yes a story a day yes so let's Lovely. start with today let's actually uh, let's go to today yeah which is just which is november the 25th is it not it is black friday no it's november the 24th yeah We'll, we'll change music beds as well. Something that's really nice and warm for a story. Oh, is this the Halloween theme? It's the Halloween theme to you, yeah. Perfect for the great mouse detective, Dawson takes the case. Yeah. My little boy is missing. A sobbing Mrs. Mousington cried to Basil, the great mouse detective. Can you help me find him? I'm terribly sorry, said Basil. He was examining a brick wall very closely, looking for clues. Yeah, but so I'm working on an important case for the Queen. And I don't have time. That's quite a harsh... Oh. That's quite, as far as an opening to a story is concerned, the great mouse detective has just longed off this poor woman. Yeah, who's just turned up and gone, oh, my, my child's missing. <laughs> my child's oh, missing. Um, no, it's not my department, love. <laughs> well, I didn't get consent to yeah. find the child. Just, so. <laughs> I'm doing a bit of wall research right now, so uh, good luck. I like I mean, that. You He's... are a mouse, you will have loads more. <laughs> Essentially, this, this story, um, it's, yeah, she's desperate, she's coming for help, and he just says, I can't help you, because I'm examining... Examining this brick wall. Yeah. Um, Bit of a jog on love moment. Yeah. Jog on love, come on. Well, you're a mess. What are you doing? <laughs> so. And what, well, I mean, don't tell us the ending. No, you? I won't give it away. Read the next little bit. No, wait, cried oh. Dr. Dawson, Basil's partner. Yeah. Madam, if the great mouse detective is oh, too busy... Basil's partner? <laughs> How very modern. <laughs> very modern, Ooh. yeah. Cut the chats. Legal, man. It, all, exactly, it's all above board. Madam, if the great mouse detective is too busy, then perhaps I can offer you my... Services. My substandard services. <laughs> a splendid idea. And then she says, nah, nah, I'm not having you. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be having that. If I ain't having the main geezer, I don't want it. This ain't some spin-off show. And then she lo- she walks out and goes shopping. Right, That's I'll have another the, yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, I'm a mouse. I'm not, yeah, not, no, I'm not having you help me. I will do with that. I just like them apples. <laughs> this looks like a fantastic book. Thank you. Whoever brought this in, thank you I very much. This was, uh, Dan brought this in. Dan, already this is my yeah. favourite part of today's show. <laughs> We, and we've got we've got 365 days of this. <laughs> Every time you do an health report, can we have the start of a little story? Can we do that? Yes. I'm all for it. All for I'm it. All for it. Um, so if you would like to do like Dan did, if you've got the idea of getting a gift for a child to give a child at Christmas and you want to bring it down here, what should they do? Where do they do? What do they do? They should come on down. Um, we won't always be playing the Halloween theme tune. Some music is more festive. Um, but come on down. <laughs> to the Liberty Shopping Centre. And any time of day work office hours any day of the week yeah. come and give us uh, a gift we'll, we'll say hello and we'll have a lovely time we really appreciate all the toys and gifts you're bringing down yeah and we look forward to it yeah so yeah get yourself down there and do that thank you very much it's time 107.5 but it's time to do our elf report by the way if you want to keep messages coming through and i've not been answering them because i've been not in the studio but email on air at time 1075.net so elf report time <laughs> Every day, we like to get a little update on what's been happening with our Give a Child the Christmas campaign. It spreads the joy. It spreads the warmth. Here's Elf Tom. How are you, Steve? It's good to have you back, actually, in the studio. We were worried about you. Yeah, a little bit rushed, a little bit frantic. It's it's bad out there, man. Because your sat-nav says Mm. it's an hour and a half to get through the Dartford Tunnel. Why don't you try this this little (laughs) route? I was like, oh, Helpful. Because this route only takes like half an hour. And then just sat there for an hour. Disgusting. Yeah, lorries. But you're here now. Exactly. And that's the most important thing. I really didn't mind. It was actually quite a nice, fun, different thing yeah, to do. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a good... good. Uh, I had newspapers in the car. Mm. So I basically had everything you need for a radio show. A microphone, a recording device, a newspaper, and too much of an ego. Boom! Radio <laughs> can happen. So we did it, live in the car. Um, so this is where we get an update in Give a, uh, give a Car Child of Christmas. 
It's, oh, you've got the book with I've brought in. I've brought in your favourite gift that's been brought in so far, Steve. So good. Which is 365 stories, Disney stories. It's yeah. a book. Um, which is gonna, which is gonna be found, found a very good home for Christmas. But in the meantime, we're just gonna muck about with it. Yeah, because uh, we did this on Friday, didn't we? You read from the book, and yeah. we don't often get live readings from books on radio. No, people say that we're dumbing down. Not at all. That's what I say to them. Should we pick a random page pick again? A random page. Yeah. So give us the title, and we'll think what the theme is, and I'll try and see if I can get a suitable music bed. All right, all right. Um, let's go. Okay, this one is called Slugger. So boxing, so or, or gardening. Sl- it looks like, yeah, baseball. It's it's based on Pinocchio. It's based on the Disney film Pinocchio. All right, I'm searching on and my little database. It's called Slugger. My database of music beds. So something sporty. Baseball. This one's called Ballpark Charge. Perfect. Okay, let's see if the music bed takes a little while to get to. <laughs> <laughs> It's only 25 seconds long, but it's a beaut. <laughs> Let me commence with the reading for today. Pinocchio, as you know, was not always a real boy. Once, he was a puppet. And before that, he was a log. And before that, he was a trunk of a top. Sorry, it might feel like I have to yeah, read quickly with that bit. It's a lot of pressure on you. I'll pick a different bed. Let's go with... Uh, oh, this one's like got a minute and 30. Minute and 30 on it when it kicks in. Oh, yeah. Baseball. Slugger, yeah. Pinocchio. Yeah. Once he was a puppet, and before that he was a log, and before that he was a trunk of a tall shady tree. Oh, yeah. But that's of no great importance to our story. We, strange I didn't bring opening. it up. I didn't bring it up. Funny, that's uh, a... Yeah. Strange opening to a story, that. We'll tell you some information, then tell you it's no relevance. All right, so fine. whoever wrote that could write for The Guardian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's simply to remind you that Pinocchio was not always a boy and that to him, being a real boy was indeed a dream come true. Okay. Our story, in fact, takes place sometime later when Pinocchio was walking home from school one day. Tenuous. He had just been thinking to himself of what a real boy play he would enjoy that afternoon. Climbing trees or skimming stones or maybe just stomping in the mud. When suddenly... Okay, I'm going to come back to this climbing trees issue. When when suddenly he spied a whole group of real boys gathered in a field just down the road. Okay. (laughs) What are you doing, asked Pinocchio. Avoid them, Pinocchio. (laughs) You, the rob you. Have you never met kids? (laughs) What are you doing, asked Pinocchio. Playing baseball, said a red-haired boy. No, no, they, uh, yeah, what, what's it got to do with you, though? You come around here checking out my turf? Yeah, right, and That's baseball. I might, I might be ro- wrong in saying this, but Pinocchio's an Italian lad, isn't he? Yeah. They're not playing baseball in Italy, are they? He's, he's playing football better they're, than any English bloke. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that, well, we don't want to read out the rest of the story, I no, guess. No, we don't want to give it away, give it for away. the child that's going to receive it at Christmas. Some child is going to actually get that as an as your actual toy, uh, you know, your gift. It's more of a gift, isn't it, rather than a mm. toy, a book. But the gift of a book that's is a great That's some example. questions, actually. You're going to read the rest of it in your own space? Yeah, oh, I don't know why they've mentioned he's a red-head boy. He doesn't... It, no one's going, oh, well, is he ginger or not? He could have just said a young boy. Yeah. Spoiler alert, by the end of it, he marries uh, an American actress. (laughs) Just saying, just saying. Um, So we're up to date with that. So if someone wants to do the same sort of thing, buy a lovely gift and then get it involved in our campaign, what should they do? They can come down to the studio in the Liberty Shopping Centre or go to GBP Estates in Victoria Road 
any gifts and presents are very welcome not just fantastic books that we can read in our spare time that's a good book yes yeah, not let us down book. yet no two days in a row <laughs> so tomorrow if i make it in how about we read out from the book again yeah yeah seems like a plan it's time 107.5 <laughs> time 107.5 afternoon i'm steve tramps the only time you get to shout that out loud is when you just played that song um so welcome along it is 12 minutes past uh, two o'clock. As we heard in the news, we're about to do the Elf Report, that's where we've got Elf Tom in the studio. As we heard in the news, uh, I actually recorded this. What's her name? Your old uh, princess, the duchess of somewhere or other. Oh, yeah, what, Cathy? Um, uh, no, the other one. The, um, the new one. The, you know, the Camilla one. Oh, Camilla. She said, as we C-P-B. heard in the news... Oh, hang on, I've, hang on, I've not saved it. Hang on there. America's loss is our gain, and we're all absolutely delighted. Yeah. They're so happy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know, in a climate where we're surrounded this, by a lot of bit. bad news, it's a real joy to have a bit of good news for once. Yes, it is, and that is why we do the Elf Report. <laughs> Sometimes. Can't believe she's, <laughs> she's a fan of the show. She loves it. Kenny. <laughs> Although I do like the bit at the start where she's talking about... Um, you know that uh, Right Said Fred became yeah. successful in America? America's loss is our game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's also true of anyone who's made it big over there. Jedward? America's loss is our game. Yep. <laughs> um, so it's time to get an update on the good thing, that the light that shines from the soul within each of us. And that light is kindness. Absolutely. And we've seen a lot of kindness from a lot of local people. Yeah. This is our uh, Give a Child Christmas campaign. You buy a toy and it gets donated to someone who might not get a toy at Christmas, might not get that gift. Exactly. There's a lot of children out there who aren't going to be receiving much at all on Christmas morning, except from possibly the things that you're donating. So it's been brilliant. Today we've had George from Hornchurch and his lovely wife Eileen were in. Um, Linda True, she brought loads of socks and hats and gloves. Um, Johnny Lowe came in. He said he got his disability benefit through this morning (laughs) and he brought some cuddly toys and he brought it in. It's lovely. I think people are giving what they can and we're, we're getting a lot a lot of different things in the office now and it's yeah. you know it's, it's hard to move at times I'd say what, one of my favourite things that we've got in the office yes is the book that someone brought in of 365 stories oh this was uh, from Anne and Danny I think Anne, Anne and Danny top work because I've benefited from this gift already because what we don't <laughs> have enough of on radio is read like live performances a recital from a no. book and people say radio's been dumbed down exactly and to those people I say <laughs> because I keep it classy. We're liking these orations from 365 stories, yeah. a story a day from Disney. Okay. And so Steve, this is what you love, isn't it? This book that I've got here in my hands. Yeah. It's a different story every day of the year, and it's based using the characters from Disney films, but just completely different random stories. And it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Um, so, random page, open it up. You tell me what what the theme is. I'll pick a music bed for it. Okay. And we'll have a little recital. It's, we got to May the 20th, and it's Monster Truck Matter. Oh, Monster So, Trucks, Monster so. Trucks, which I assume is from the film Cars. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to search my little database for the word traffic. Hmm. See what we get here. See how this opens up. And then, so it'll be Cars. Oh, look, there's actually a music bed called Fake News. <laughs> We're doing? having it. We're having that. <laughs> I'm going to use this all the time. Take it away. One day outside Flo's V8 Cafe, Lightning McQueen pointed out a monster truck that was driving by. 
I used to wrestle trucks bigger than that. <laughs> you <laughs> muppet. Because <laughs> he was from Dagenham. <laughs> That's very aggressive unnecessarily. What, what an aggressive start to a story. He began to tell Lightning about the time he was a wrestler called the Tormentor. His first match was in an arena filled with cheering fans. Mater wore a blue and red mask. An ice cream truck with monster wheels rolled into the ring. The Tormentor wasn't sure how to wrestle such a big truck. You toilet. So, so, so he put on a cap, yeah. hoping to trick his opponent instead. Can I have one double dip sundae, please? Huh? Said the ice creamer. Oh, sure. When the ice cream truck reached for a sundae, the Tormentor grabbed his bumper with his toe hook and, and flipped him. <laughs> grabbed the his referee, bumper. The, the, the referee announced that Tormentor had won. There'll be a court case about that. You can't go grabbing people's bumpers. <laughs> <laughs> I've not actually seen the film Cars, so I don't know how far this is off the beaten track from oh, the narrative of that film. It's quite close to it. So there's Lightning McQueen, who yeah. I think was from Ilford, and his friend Mater from Dagenham, and they, are both, yeah, yeah. they both go around kind of like, leave it out, you toilets. <laughs> what? Look at that mug driving by. It. I'm going to grab that bumper, flip it, mate. <laughs> You make me sick. <laughs> I on. like that this is a story about vehicles. Yeah. And the disguise he used to trick the ice cream van was just to put a cap on. <laughs> what? How, how big was that cap? It's car size. It's, it's car a size. Cover the big end. Um, well, I, you know, I love that story. Yeah. And the story goes on. There's it goes on, but we don't want to obviously give it away because it's for a, it's a give a child a Christmas yeah. gift. And if you've got a gift as well, you'd like to bring it down. Uh, what do you do? Come on down to the Liberty Shopping Centre in Lorry Walk, where we will add it to our growing um, batch of gifts and presents. Or you can go down to GBP Estates in Victoria Road. They've got plenty of parking on the front. Anything is gratefully received. And we will do another update later on today and another recital same time tomorrow <laughs> live. Reading of stories <laughs> on the radio. It's the future. It's Time 107.5. Time 107.5. Afternoon, I'm Steve in the future when they teach how to do radio. Actually, they'll probably be teaching how to do radio in the old way. It'll be like some sort of one of those weird courses where you can learn how people used to do things back in the in the old history. They'll say, well, radio presenters used to kick off a show with songs like On Vogue, Hold On, and Elton John and Kiki D, you don't go breaking my heart. And no one ever did better than that. And then in the future, they'll do something with tablets. Who knows? Just take a tablet, you get to listen to music in your head. Anyway, um, so what we do at the start of the show as well, not only play cracking music. Oh, that's good. We also like to get a little update of what's happening uh, in the Elf Report. You can help out with our Give a Child a Christmas campaign. And you bring down some toys. And let's get an update. Elf Tom and the house. Yes, Steve. With uh, your update for this afternoon, we've had loads of people come in today. Actually, oh, yeah. I think I think this might be the busiest day we've ever had this year. Um, Tracy from next door at Natural Unique, she brought in some lovely like bath bombs, which I thought were good for older uh, teenagers. I really do, nice, packaged them up. I do like a, and I'm older than a teenager. I do like a bath. You bomb. like a bath bomb? Is that oh, a bit I love of you? A bath bomb. It's relaxed, but it's simple, but and it looks nice. It's packaged yeah. very nicely. Then Claire Riggs, she brought in loads of gift smellies for teenagers as well. The only thing I find with a bath bomb is mm. I try and time it so I have it like a day or two before the cleaner comes. Right. Because it messes. On account I mean, of what? It, it leaves the bath looking a right mess. Does it? Because I'm, I'm a shower kind of guy. Yeah. So what are we saying? Is the bath bomb just staining the There's the a residue. Enamel? There is residue. And I don't want to have to clean it, which is why I time it, because the cleaner cleans it. But so. give it two days, not just the one, so it's there. If it's one, it's a bit like I was deliberately yeah, being yeah. in the bath before she turned up. You know, a little bit like, oh, imagine what I was doing. Whereas two days, just random happenstance that I, you know. Yeah. The weird bath bomb, it looks like, it looks like a bomb's gone off in there. <laughs> and it actually has. There we go. Can you use today. it more than once, or is one bath bomb for, per one bathe? 
It's just one base. Because it's not it? like a gobstopper, because they look like gobstoppers. Yeah. But it's not like you can reuse it again once it's, it's all damp. It all goes. It fizzes. You right. change the colour of the water. Oh, Next really? thing you're in there. I like the sound of this. Yeah. Well, thanks for to Natural Unique, who next door to us, for bringing them in. If you want to donate to give a child a Christmas, maybe that's a good thing. If they want to bring any around for a DJ who enjoys a nice bath bomb as well, <laughs> just say, actually, don't picture it. You um, enjoy quite a lot of the gifts I'll, that I'll, have been sent I in, do, Indeed. I'll tell you where my cleaners do, actually. You can bring them <laughs> um, I'll tell you what I enjoy as well. The book that was brought in last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. 365 stories. That's one a day, to my maths. That is one a day. One per day. Good job it's not a leap year next year. Oh, that would be good. Unlucky! Yes, but today's today's yeah. reading is called um, Mowgli's Nap. So we're talking jungle type uh, thing. Yeah, this must be based on the jungle book. Basically, this book is 365 stories, a story a day. Yeah. And it's some, someone very kindly, someone called Danny brought this in, and it's part of our Give a Child a Christmas campaign, and Steve just really loves this book. If I search for jungle mm. as a music bed, are we going to get kind of, jungle is massive? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it's, I'm assuming it's kind of a sleepy thing as well, so it could be like dreamlike, could be a something that you search for on your database. Uh, jungle or dreamlike. Uh, this is, oh, let's have a go at this one. This is 2 minutes and 29 for us to read the story. Let's have to see how this one works. Come on, kick in whenever you're ready. It's meant to be jungle. And the, the photo, Baloo looks quite perturbed, actually. You Ooh. can tell he's trying to tell Mowgli something, but it looks like there's quite a... It's, it's really not loaded it's in. Quite not, they look a little bit upset. Come on, databases. You start reading the story, it'll kick in at some point. When Baloo yawned, you could almost see his tonsils. <laughs> Mowgli leaned forward for a better look. Oh, why The big bear blinked sleepily. I am ever sleepy. Baloo stretched, leaned against a tree trunk and scratched his back as he slid to the ground. I think it must be time for an afternoon snooze. I agree. Good thinking, my friend. High above them, stretched out on a branch, Bagheera the panther dangled a limp paw. Ooh. His golden Nothing eyes... Nothing wrong with it. Can't judge him these days. Can't judge him for it. <laughs> He's got... I, get, I get emails about that all the time, I spare. His golden eyes were half closed in the heat of the day. A nap? Not for me. Mowgli shook his mop of dark hair. I'm not tired. Oh, kids are annoying like that. Kids are they? well annoying like that. Have a flipping lie down. Drink some milk, have a lie down. It's right for you, you don't have to work. This is just about people having a nap, really. It's a good story so far. I'm loving it. I can really connect to this one. <laughs> now hold on a second there, Baloo said. Don't you want don't you want to go hunting with us after calls off? You're going to need energy. I have plenty of energy, Mowgli insisted. I have energy right now. Oh, it's true. Someone's had E numbers. Yeah. Mowgli's giving it large, isn't he? Mowgli's giving it the big... Most of these stories, actually, Steve, that we've, over the over the days, have just been people giving it to different... Yeah. Like, Disney characters, finally getting a bit getting a bit of, like, getting their back up and just shouting at people and giving it. Yeah. Well, I don't... Read a little bit more. I want to know what happens. So, Mowgli's got loads of energy. Mowgli's got not loads of energy. Not so fast, Baloo said. You may have energy, but if you use it now, you will not have it to use later. Yeah. Bagheera said wisely. Listen to the cat. Baloo yawned. He knows what he's talking about. And with that, Baloo pulled Mowgli onto a pile of leaves and held him down with one great paw. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get him. Yeah, oh, I've got loads of energy. Yeah, well, it's going to be difficult to <laughs> run around with energy with a broken nose. But I ain't got a broken nose. Oh, that's how you do it. 
<laughs> so, you know, it, <laughs> if you want to find out how that story ends, please pick up 365 stories, Disney stories, a story a day, and yeah. and read it before bringing it into us here <laughs> at for Give a Child a Christmas. And it's a beautiful gift if you'd like to do the same. But uh, get a, a lovely gift and bring it in. What should people do? People can come to us. We're based in the Liberty Shopping Centre, or you can go to GBP Estates in Victoria Road. Do you know what? This is becoming my favourite part of the show, a live reading <laughs> of a story. We just pick a page at random. It's, yeah. you know... I'm it's thinking exhilarating. even after Christmas, <laughs> I might go and buy a copy of that book just because so oh, there's 365 of them. We could keep it going. <laughs> Love it. If you uh, yeah, come down here and drop off a, a gift if you'd like to help out. It's Time 107.5. This new by Elbow. It's Time 107.5. Afternoon, Stephen Allen here. Yo, how you doing? Coming at you. Uh, and all those other young things that uh, people say brings in that that demographic, that under thirties demographic, which this show is all about. You know, I'll get so many young listeners coming at you, yeah, live at two p.m. every day, every weekday. That's what I do. I come at people. I go at people. <laughs> it's what I do. Come at me, bro. That's what I'm like. It's a very aggressive way of come doing on, radio. If you think you're hard enough, uh, but this is what we like to do. Before we get into the aggro stuff later on, where I'm normally most. I don't know if you've heard the show, Tom, but uh, a lot of the calls we end up by going like, "Oi." You outside <laughs> now, because um, I'm a very aggressive radio Toilet. presenter. Yeah, you muppet. Let's have a nice cup of tea. That's the f- we middle point. Just before the news, I I, I call someone out and yeah. I ask them out. Maybe I ask them out. I don't know. By the end of the show, we have a nice cup of tea. It's like a story arc. It's yeah, good. absolutely. It's good to have narrative. Uh, and speaking of stories. Oh. That's why it's always nice to get the update of what's happening with uh, our Elf Report, our Give a Child a Christmas, a great campaign where some children might not be getting gifts if it weren't for the altruism of some listeners who bring in gifts. And so how's it been going? Absolutely. No, you're absolutely right, Steve. We've had a lot of people come through the door today. We're not even in December yet, and we've we've got well over 900 gifts and toys and presents. Someone actually brought in a, a bike today oh, a, yeah. a lovely bike for like a seven-year-old sandra and chadwell heath did that really kind of a um have you kept hayden off we, we, i always worry yeah he, he, he prefers unicycles so he's he's not he was he, he didn't mind about the bike but we've yeah we've david hall brought in some gifts today joe from horn church brought in some lovely stuff we've people keep coming through the door it's up and down all day for yeah. ourselves in the in the studio but it's, it's really lovely big gifts small gifts anything is gratefully received and we, we give them all out to the charities we work with so children will have a gift this christmas if they wouldn't have one and i'll tell you one gift that was that was great it was last week someone brought in the 365 stories from disney oh. um we get uh, texts like um afternoon steve my favorite thing on radio ever is <laughs> listening to the story from that book is a text that someone could send they've not but they could have done and that's why it's our favorite feature we actually get start of a story someone's going to receive this book as a gift who was it was it rachel who sent the email yesterday saying buy a new book of the white <laughs> yeah, it'll be a well thumbed one it's nothing wrong with that it's a nice gift. i'm being sure not to thumb it too 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 much but it's 365 stories a story a day yeah and if you'd like we'll have like ruined maybe 15 of them there's still 350 <laughs> for whoever gets this um pick a page i don't know like a uh, hundred let's go bang on all it. right bang on a hundred <laughs> See what the story See, is. See, this requires some thumbing, so I do apologise. No, that's exactly what we weren't trying to do. We were trying to avoid thumb-related. Okay, page one hundred is titled "Destructo Boy," and it's about Hercules, uh, the Disney film Hercules. So he looks quite—he um, looks quite chipper in the photo. He's sort of waving at someone, but he's on his own. I imagine it is sort of like gladiatorial. Hercules um, was Greek, Greece. not Roman, was he? He was. He Greek. was Greek. Yeah. Greek. Yeah. Okay. He eats souvlaki and. 
and all that sort of thing. He loves he a bit of that, doesn't he? Oh, he loves he it, loves yeah. He loves all of that. Well, because, you know, you get the rice, the chips, the salad, all, all of it, so that's why he was so big and strong. In that case, the music bed that I have got on my little database... <laughs> Hercules! Amphitrature Ion. Oh, it's going to be hard, oh, Greek. Oh, Greek names right are hard. Hercules Amphitrion called. This hay pile is about to fall over. Could you hold it up while I go and get the cart? Sure, Pop, Hercules told his father. Hercules was the strongest boy in his village. He could easily hold up the enormous stack of hay bales with one hand. It's hay, though, isn't it? It is hay. <laughs> Soon, another farmer approached, struggling to hold onto a team of six disobedient mules. Standard. <laughs> Need any help? Hercules asked. Hercules! The farmer gasped. If you'll hold these mules, I can go get my sons to help me, then get them home. Be glad to. Hercules took the mule's leads with his free hand. Hang on, they've already got leads on them. <laughs> this guy needs... Forget knowing Hercules. This guy needs to learn what a knot is. Exactly. Tie this is poor. I don't get this at all, but... This is just why their then. economy's in a mess. <laughs> That's why Angela Merkel is down there trying to sort it out with all these mules running around. Just then, a woman came by dragging a cart filled with pottery. She was panting. Good day, ma'am, Hercules said politely. Good day, ma'am. Good day, ma'am. Could I give you a hand with that? Yes. Why, thank you, the woman replied. But it looks like you have your hands full. Yeah, I bet it does. Oh, I'll be finished here in a second. Oh, I'll get more of this. No, I like this. <laughs> this is a music bed for the rest of today's show. <laughs> so, Hercules has got his hands full, basically. Oh, I'll be finished here in hang a on, second. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He's got hay in one hand, he's got mules in another one. How's he gonna pull a car? <laughs> Clever Nick. <laughs> just then, his voice trailed off. Yeah. He'd noticed some children his own age running down the road laughing and shouting as they tossed a discus. <laughs> Hercules gazed at them longingly. Yeah. For some reason, he never seemed to fit in with the other village I wonder children. He's <laughs> holding up hay, he's got mules in one hand. No one wants to play with that. He can't play discus. <laughs> oh, find out what happens in the rest of the story. Um, feel free to purchase a book like this and bring it into the Give a Child a Christmas campaign. And we could do like if you do bring in a book. Eventually, towards the end of this, we might we might do one episode where we go to a different book. Or I don't know. We might do. I don't know. Oh my goodness. Do, I don't know. We might do. We don't. Um, if someone wants to do the same and bring in a gift, what should they do? They can come down to Time 107.5 or in Liberty Shopping Centre or go to GBP Estates in Victoria Road. Anything big or small is very gratefully received. Get ready to break the plates. Hoopa! <laughs> <laughs> Time 107.5, afternoon, I'm Steve, on a Friday, which we all know is the best thing in the world, because it's a Friday. What could be better than a Friday? I'll tell you what's better than Friday, I'm very glad you asked. A Friday, where you look at something that is good within humanity, some kindness, and that's why we do our Elf Report, which is why I'm joined by Elf Tom. Hello! Good afternoon, Steve. Yeah, I'm very happy. Do you happy mean? Advent as well, 1st of December today, of course. Oh, yeah. Have you got yourself an Advent calendar? Do you know what? I haven't. Yeah. I've been thinking... Short conversation on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? No. 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 <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> well, we shouldn't have brought it up now, to be fair. Um, yeah, a bit late. But I'll tell you what you can do, because the advent calendar is nothing in comparison to the gift at Christmas. No, and in quite. many ways, the greatest gift is a gift. Is the, is the gift itself. <laughs> One of the things we can do is give a gift of Christmas. With Give a Child a Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. We've got our Give a Child a Christmas campaign. Obviously, it's the first day of December today, so 
people have already been coming in with loads of different gifts and presents, bringing them into the studio. We're well over 900 now. Yeah. I think we could probably do with just a little more of everything, if possible. We've been giving out specific ages um, in the last few weeks, but I think just anything kind of generic that you think a child that might not get anything else this Christmas would like, that would be great. So okay. games, generic, I like generic, clothes, yeah. toys, anything that you think is, is, is nice to give. Okay, well, and if um, if people would like an example of a lovely gift, then we can we can look no further than the beautiful book. And there is a strong chance I'm nicking this. Um, <laughs> it's it's so good. good. The thing is, though, because it, it's now so high profile <laughs> yeah, that some profile, yeah. some child listening will be waiting for this. And if no one gets it, <laughs> it's going to be the big scandal. It's like Blue Peter naming the cat again. Um, so it's Disney's 365 stories, 365 stories about Disney characters. Yeah. Each day we've been getting a reading. Oh, by the way, you know I say this like culture. People mm. doing readings of books on radio. Radio 4 does it and Time FM. It's highbrow. We got a text yesterday of someone saying uh, oh, right. it, it would be culture if you two didn't sound like uh, teenage boys. <laughs> hey! <laughs> what? Oh, you don't know. I don't know what they mean by that. I assume they don't mean that in a positive way. No. No. <laughs> no. No, just tittering through stories. Just, yeah. I, I, you know, yesterday's story was uh, it was a funny one about Hercules yeah. and, and breaking some pottery. But what's today's story? Random page. A number. I'll let you I'll let you do All it. Right. Just go with the like water divining, just go with the sense. Um this one is called We're Going on a Picnic. Okay. It's from Peter Pan. All right, we'll bring and in some picnic-related music. Maybe some piratey stuff, I don't know. In the photo, it's Captain Smee looking pleased with himself and Captain Hook looking very villainous. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. so okay. set the, the tense mood. Okay. Give us today's right. story. Captain, Mr Smee knocked softly on Captain Hook's door. There was no answer. The chubby first mate pushed his way inside, Rude. carrying a breakfast tray. Sorry. Thank you. I've got breakfast, Captain. I'm not hungry, Captain Hook replied. Go away. But, Captain, you're, you you have to eat. But, Captain. Very, very considerate. Smee was getting worried. The captain hadn't eaten in days. In fact, he hadn't even got out of bed. I know how you feel about pee. I know how you feel about pee. Smee stopped himself. Oh, I said, like, I know how you feel about <laughs> Yes. I do. I know how you feel about put Smee stopped himself from saying the dreaded name in just into Peter Pan. Oh, no, is it Peter Pan? I wonder where you're going with that. That flying boy and the croc. I mean, that ticking reptile too. Captain Hook was really angry about being beaten by Peter again. Even worse, Peter had set the crocodile right back on Captain Hook's trail. He can't even pick his nose as well. He's having a bad day. <laughs> But we haven't seen hide nor scale of either of them for a week. I think the coast is clear. There was no reply from Captain Hook. Smee thought for a minute. I know how to cheer you up, he cried. We'll have a good old-fashioned picnic. Won't that be lovely? What, on a ship? It seemed, yeah. You can have a picnic on a ship, can you? And once again, you've already highlighted the, the flaws that Captain Hook's got with, yeah. with picking things. I mean, that picnic is going to be very, very thin on the ground. So what should we have? Finger foot... Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smee, he's, put, he's putting it again. Again. Smee. Um, and so they had uh, they had a nice picnic. I guess what picnic. you could do, you can save on toothpicks. Exactly. Because you know how you get the, the little cocktail stick thing going yeah. through things? Yeah, he just lines up like some pineapple yeah. and cheese. Pineapple cheese. Yeah. There you go. There you go, Captain Hook, if you're listening. Turns out... <laughs> 
we're not we don't know the actual end of the story but it turns out alright somehow <laughs> if you do want to know the end of the story perhaps uh, <laughs> go in and pick up 365 stories a story a day from Disney and um, bring it in for Give a Child a Christmas and if people would like to bring things in for Give a Child a Christmas what should they do? they can come and see us here at the studio in the Liberty Shopping Centre or go on down to GBP Estates in Victoria Road where there's plenty of parking on the front it's Time 107.5 Time 107.5, Phil Collins, Roxy Music. That is how you start a show. There is no... Well, that's how we started a show. And that on that, you definitely cannot disagree. Welcome along. It is uh, 11 minutes past two. It's a Monday, but we're not even going to pay attention to that. Um, what we are going to do is focus on the positive things in life. Like the Give a Child... Wrong one. Give a Child the Christmas. And the Elf Report. El- Elf, Elf Tom, how's it <laughs> Yes, Steve. Very well, thank you. How was your weekend? What's happening? Hang on, say that again. <laughs> how, was, how was your weekend? Yeah, I mean, say, can I have a return to Nottingham? Can I have a return to Nottingham, please? Yeah. Did you, do you remember the tunes advert? I need some tunes. Yeah, um, it, was an, it was an advert for the tunes. Was it? Someone, he goes up to the ticket place. I don't know. Où est la billet? That place. And um, he says, I've returned to Nottingham, <laughs> And he couldn't get his train. He couldn't get his train. He couldn't get his train. And then he has a tune, it clears his tubes, and ah. then he gets a train, and they don't tell you the advert's only 30 seconds, you don't find out that he then ends up... So you don't know where he goes? Probably Nottingham. Oh, yeah, all but, being well. Yeah, yeah, probably via a replacement bus. You know what it's like. <laughs> so you're not... You're not doing particularly well. What's I'm not of rude health, but I am. I'm all right. I'm so, keeping all right. I'm still elfing it about. You know. This should be the bad elf report. <laughs> bad elf. Sounds like health. So no. Yeah. No, it's good. We're just. I'm still. You know. I'm not taking any time off because it's give a child a Christmas time of the year, yeah. and we've got loads of people coming through the doors. Gemma Reader and her son Kurt came in today. Brought four lovely gifts. And Gemma was saying she's a single mum to Kurt. He has he has lots, but she wants to make sure he understands the principles of giving. He was probably about three or four years old, nice. Kurt. Lovely nice. head of hair. Yeah. Um, and it, w- it was a nice thing. We've seen quite a few people come in with their young children to tell them, the, you know, the the idea behind why they give to charity. And I thought it's also important on the issue of giving mm. is that we should remember that the verb is give, not gift. Yes. Gift isn't a verb. Stupid <laughs> shops with the ideal for gifting. Gifting. It's no. not a word. Stop trying to stop removing the idea of give as if oh you've got to gift it because it's gifting. <sighs> give. Steve, it's not, it's you, not gift you, you should be giving. No, you should be giving dictionaries or other books to their give a child a Christmas. One of the <laughs> my parents, if they could remember this anymore, would still tell you I used to read the dictionary when I was a kid. And I'm like, what's wrong with him? I used to really love reading the dictionary. And, wh- and what's happened to me, because I used to read the dictionary, I have grown into this sesquipedalian person that I am today. Absolutely. And, uh, and you still read other books, don't you, Steve? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Um, my favourite book... Oh, what's your favourite book at the moment? 365 Stories from Disney. Yes! Yeah, right, so this is where we got our, uh, our live reading on the radio. Culture, mate. So mm, well, this is mm, culture. Mm. Um, so you're going to pick a random story. Yep. This is a, a thing that was gifted by someone two yep, weeks Danny ago. Danny and Anne brought this book in a couple of weeks ago. It's 365 stories for children, all yeah. based on Disney characters. This, this is going to be going to a lucky home this Christmas. Yeah. But we're going to make the most of it before yeah. it does. We can put a little label on that says, as featured on radio. Yeah, it makes yeah. it worth more. So pick a random page and tell me, give me a rough theme. Right, random page. We'll get rid of this music um, bed. I'll find another music bed. Here we go. Give me a theme. Right, this one... Oh, my goodness. The, the random page that we've picked is Welcome to Sunnyside. And it's and I think it's the baddie bear from Toy Story 3. 
I'm going to search my database of music beds for sunshine. Sunshine, yeah. Not in a Manchester way. Sunshine. I think, I'm looking at it, it's June the 25th is the the random page that has been picked. Mm. It's that Lotso hugging bear, you know, from Toy Story 3, he's a bit of a baddie. I've never seen it. Apparently you cry at the end of it if you watch it. And yeah, I, I, yeah. It's not at the year I can handle that. <laughs> um, so uh, I've got one called Happy Family. Yeah, let's try see, that. Let's see if this plays. <laughs> Have you lost all your marbles? Woody asked the toys. Andy was leaving for college and the toys had accidentally been put out with the rubbish. Accidentally. Andy had decided to put them in the attic, but because he put them in a rubbish bag, his mum had thrown them Four! out. Woody knew the truth and he tried to explain the mistake to the other toys, but they didn't believe him. Jesse had convinced the others that they should go to Sunnyside Daycare, the nursery to which Andy's mum was donating some old toys. They were in the boot of the car. In the box marked Sunnyside Daycare. Well, that's easier. Put it in a box marked daycare, you know yeah. where it's going. Put it in a bin liner. You fool! It's going to get thrown away. But suddenly, Andy's mum shut the boot... Do you know what? My boot, boot. This is set in America, isn't it? Yeah. Boot. So it must be what she wears on her feet. Yeah, because boot they call a trunk, don't they? Yeah. Mm. They got him. Got him there. <laughs> got the publishers there. <laughs> Woody instantly began planning their return to Andy's house. We'll hide under the seats, he began. The others didn't think it was a good idea. He left us on the curb, Jesse pointed out. Woody insisted the toys would be sorry. Daycare is sad. Lonely place for washed up old toys who have no owners, he said. Oh, this is getting me right in the feels. This is. <laughs> but what? when they arrived, Sunnyside Daycare didn't look sad or lonely at all. Yeah. It looked cheerful and colourful. What's Woody's beef? I don't know. So, this is this is like a retirement home for toys? It's a retirement home for toys. Oh, yeah. I mean, in many ways, it's a bit like the Give a Child a Christmas campaign. Yeah. Actually, what they need to do, yeah. tune into this radio station, have a little listen and learn about gifting. Exactly. Honestly. Well, the one thing I would say is, don't get any gifts and put them in a bin liner. Because if you bring them in in a bin liner, some idiot's going to throw them away. Exactly. All right. Well, I'll have that, Woody. Um, and that fit perfectly over the... Oh, the jaunty music bag. <laughs> the jaunty. Yeah. That was a quite a sad and somber story, actually, yeah. in many ways. Melancholy, perfect for a Monday. It might have a happy ending. We'll never know. But I tell you who will know: the person who gets that as a gift. If people would like to do the same and turn up and uh, give a gift, what should they do? They can come and find us in uh, Liberty Shopping Centre down Lorry Walk, or you can go to GBP Estates in Victoria Road. There's loads of parking on the front there. So if you want to take a whole bin bag full of toys from your son who's just about to go to university, yeah. then. Drop them off. New Here's stuff as well. Excellent. Here's Anything is gratefully received. That's what we do where I live. We get uh, two types of bin. We get the black bin liners mm. for uh, general waste. Yeah. And we have to use uh, see-through ones for recycling. Mm. And if you use re- if you use see-through bin liners to store stuff in the loft, then people can realise it's not stuff to be thrown away. You can oh. have that as a gift. That little idea. And Transparency. Nugget. Yeah. Transparency is often... The greatest gift. The greatest gift. <laughs> <laughs> and the other fact that while we're here... A reversible jacket yeah. is the closest you're going to get to invisibility when it comes to sneaking in places. Oh. Yeah. Have you done that? Did you do that do you, this you weekend? Love a re- don't you love a reversible, like a reversible jacket? jacket. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's only, I'm walking and now I'm someone else. Um, we've learned a lot. We'll learn more tomorrow when we get another reading from the book. And there are more updates through the day with the Elf Report. It's Time 107.5. Joe Jackson being rather dismissive of her girls. 
It's time 107.5. I don't think you're all the same, by the way. Just in case, uh, in case you're listening, girls. I don't think you're all the same. Something you're different. Because uh, I'm like that. I'm modern. I'm, uh, you know. Well, you can't tell everyone with the same brush, can you? Exactly. Joe Jackson, go around. It's all the same. It's very narrow-minded, actually. He is. You know, yeah. for someone who's... Oh, actually, someone who's called Joe, if I said all Joes are the same, I mean, some of them are ladies. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Live and learn, don't you? Uh, right, it's time to start the show on a positive vibe, which is why you'll hear the voice of uh, Elf Tom, or as you're now known, poor Elf Tom. Poor Elf, yeah. Because uh, you're under the weather. Yeah, I am a bit under the weather, but I came in especially today for the Elf Report. You see, it's good for you. It's yeah, the yeah. kind of stuff, get a bit of fresh air. Exactly. And uh, also, you know, this is the kind of thing that lightens up. It's, it's, it's positive, you're right. It's, it's intrinsically all... a very positive thing to do. Yeah, this this feature is like the radio version of the placebo effect. There is nothing of goodness in it, <laughs> but you still take it every day. <laughs> For no good reason at all. Excellent explanation. <laughs> this whole radio show that I do really just called the placebo, placebo show yeah, with yeah. Stephen Allen. Um, so what we do is it's a way of mentioning and a little nod as thanks to those who have so far partaken in the Give a Child to Christmas thing, the campaign. People have been bringing gifts in. You could do the same. I mean... What have you actually? You see, you've only had like a half day. You popped in for this. Yeah. Have you, have you seen the, anyone turn up? I've, yeah, there's been like a few people. To, I've been here for about 10, 15 minutes, and a yeah. few people have been in and out. It's great. The Give a Child a Christmas campaign has been going really well. I think at this stage, we need kind of just more of everything, really. So, any gifts from real young babies, sensory toys, that kind of thing, yeah. all the way through up toddlers to children and then up to teenagers and older teenagers with smellies and all that kind of thing. All right. Anything in between. Do feel free to bring them in. They would be gratefully received. And, and a lot of people probably... I've not started any gift shopping yet. No. So people will be in the same boat as me. That Maybe this is the week of the shopping. So that's yeah, when you yeah. buy an extra gift, you bring it along. Exactly. It's a, a very simple thing. Very simple thing, but a very effective one. But I'm glad that people start shopping earlier than I do, because if it weren't for that, we wouldn't have had that book in front of you, yes. 365 Stories from Disney, brought in two weeks ago now. Oh, yeah. And it's been the best gift that I've received, and I've not even received it. Yeah. Exactly. That's, it's raised the bar for everyone else in my family who won't even be getting around to buying me gifts this year <laughs> because they've all got their own stuff going on. But that is probably the best gift I'm, I'm Well, you get. never know. You, that's the beauty of Christmas. You never know what you're going to receive. There'd be children yeah. out there who don't think they're going to get anything, yeah. but they might well receive something because of the Give a Child a Christmas campaign. Yeah. And it could be the 365 short Disney stories, one a year, one a day for a year. It would be a great gift to me. I can guarantee my family aren't listening, though, so they won't <laughs> realise how much I love that book. But So what we do is every day we get a little uh, uh, recital of one of the stories in there, yeah. one of the 365 five stories pick a random page and let's get some culture on the radio right, I'm picking none a of this page. none of this let's play songs and say everything's great the great new song by Westlife oh. <laughs> once got sacked from a station by refusing to say good things about Westlife you can't anyway. stand Westlife can you oh, or Will Young oh, Will Young Any, anyone that begins with a W <laughs> not having it well the one I've picked here is February the 1st it's called Rolly's Midnight Snack and it's about 101 Dalmatians, oh. the Disney film. I assume it's got nothing to do with the actual film, 101 Dalmatians, or the sequel, 102 Dalmatians. But it's it's a story based on the characters within that. Okay. So it, they look quite happy. There's three little Dalmatian dogs in the photo. They're all, like, panting and, like... I don't know if dogs can laugh, but they look like they're having a good time. The hyenas can. So, mm. I'll tell you what, I found a, a music bed. I've searched for food, but a lot of these results aren't coming up with anything that seems to be food-related, but they seem like they'll be positive. So... Oh, perfect. Ooh, take it away. Time for bed, called Pongo. Oh, Dad, complained Patch. We're not tired. No argument, said Pongo. Little puppies need their rest. With a sigh, Patch joined the line of puppies climbing the staircase. 
I'm hungry, Rowley complained as the puppy settled down for the night. You're always hungry, said Patch. That's true. They are scavengers, aren't they, dogs? scavengers. And you always want to stay awake and have adventures, said Rowley. Patch sighed. (laughs) Too bad we never get what we want. I'm grateful. Hours later, Rowley felt a tap on his shoulder. Can dogs tap? It's, is it morning? Is it, like this? Me. is it like this? Tap, 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 tap. And Rowley says, you got a big bathroom? And Patch goes, yeah, i got quite a big bathroom, actually. It's quite <laughs> Great Steve Routley reference there in a 101 Dalmatian story. Um, is it morning, he asked with a yawn. No, said Patch. It's midnight. Want to explore? I'll get you a snack. A snack, cried Rowley excitedly. Shh, come on. Rowley followed Patch into the kitchen. Patch nodded towards the table. After dinner, I saw Nanny put some juicy bones up there. She's saving them for tomorrow's soup. Soup? Soup, (laughs) cried Rowley. What a waste. Bones are for chewing on. So Patch and Rowley came up with a plan. But what is the plan? They're going to nick food from the table of an old lady is what they're going to do. Ungrateful little scavengers. Disgraceful. I mean, kids these days... I actually thought, when I saw the image in this book, I thought they're going to be, oh, really, like, really playful dogs. But actually, they're very churlish and actually quite rude. You know, that's the thing about Dalmatians. That's mm. an actual fact. Mm. They look great, but uh, their attitude as a breed, not very good. Sucks. Yeah. They're, uh, they know they got the fame. They're up themselves. They're very much kind of like, oh, did, did, you, have a, did you have a film made about you, you dashund? Arrogant little canines. And that's what they are. Or well, something like that, yeah. We need, yeah. like, Beethoven to come in and just, like, smack them about a bit. Yeah. Or other movie dogs. What, what other? Lassie. Lassie, Lassie just yeah, walking in there, giving yeah. it large, going, uh, all right, so there's a lot of you in this film, so it's an ensemble piece. Uh, <laughs> no one's really in the title role. Ever save someone from down well? No, you haven't. Jog on, Spotty. Um, that's, yeah, that's how I would make a film. And that's why I'm not in charge of making films. If you'd like to do the same, uh, get a gift like that and bring it down, where should they bring them? They could bring them to the studio. <laughs> if you'd like to do the same and not be in charge of making films, but <laughs> yep. you can bring in some toys for our Give a Child a Christmas campaign. We're here in the in Laurie Walking Liberty Shopping Centre or go to GBP Estates in Victoria Road. And if you come down here, we should start letting people have a little look at that yeah, book. Yeah, we should actually. That book's yeah. famous. Yeah. We should do that. It's a lovely uh, book. Brilliant. More updates through the day and more updates tomorrow, hopefully, with another reading. It's Time 107.5. Time 107.5, Rod Stewart and tonight's the night and Blur kicked us off with There's No Other Way. We're up and running. It's uh, the weekday afternoon show, nearly 12 minutes past two. And what we like to do is start off with something a little bit positive, the sense of that within us of altruism. The fact that we like to give, that you can help out by uh, helping us with our Give a Child a Christmas campaign. It's elf report time, but... Our usual uh, elf who does the recital normally get Elf Tom in, but he's uh, poor Elf under the bad under the weather Elf. So uh, Gabby Elf, uh, how are you today? <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. Are you, you healthy? Say. Not like the poor Elf Elf. Um, I'm healthy, healthy. It's harder than it looks, isn't it? <laughs> no, you didn't need to explain it. <laughs> yeah. I got, I Tom, got the yeah, gist, Tom's yeah. very poorly. He's got man flu, I think. Right. So uh, yeah, I thought I'd uh, take one for the team and. Pop in and see you. You can't really get man flu unless you self-identify mm. gender's flu. What, because there days. is no such thing. No, as in you, you're oh. not a man. <laughs> I've not listened to you, isn't it? You can't be if you want these yeah. days. This could be a big breakfast debate, couldn't it, for another day? It could be. We'd be all a bit late features, for it. Yeah. All these features. Um, but so, if someone wants to help out with this, um, or who's been helping out, that's what we'll do. Uh, well, a big thank you to everyone who's been helping out. We've had loads and loads of people bringing in all their gifts. Um, we've had. Uh, a lot of variety of gifts but one thing we are quite sure of is uh, dressing up clothes okay for boys or girls you know 
whatever um we did mention this once before and they're always really popular so if people are stuck for ideas that's something uh probably aimed more at the sort of four to twelve year old children okay. i would say but yeah, you know scenes yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the other thing we do when uh, when Elf Tom is uh, actually elfy <laughs> enough to be in, what we do is we get him to read from the book. And I don't know if you know about the book. Have you heard this? Well, yes, yeah. I do listen to the show. This is uh, it's like culture. <laughs> this Radio Four does reading from books. They yeah. get authors to do it. Yeah. This show, where the we're all we're edging, we're getting close. Yeah, just behind Radio Four about being oh, the absolutely. place for culture. Uh, and you've got the book in front of you. Are yeah. you going to do as a recital of one of the one of the stories? Well, I will. But at this point, I should say I know that. I've got big shoes to step into. Yeah, that's and I, true. you know, I'm only doing this because Tom's not here. Yeah, big He's issues. the man, really, for the job. So, what, what's the theme of this one? This one is it's a wonderful, terrible day. It's about a Mickey Mouse going to the market. Really. Okay, so I've got a market related music bed. Let's have a yes. listen. <laughs> Maybe not that market, but go for it. <laughs> Take it away. What a wonderful day, Mickey Mouse said to himself. He hummed as he strolled through the outdoor market. I think it was in Romford, actually. The Sounds air, like it. <laughs> the air was crisp, the leaves were pretty shades of red, yellow and orange, and the perfect hunk of cheese was right in front of him. Oh, no, that's oh, I'll take that cheese and a loaf of bread, he told the market. Did he say it like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll take that cheese. <laughs> oh, I'll take that cheese and a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> You're just in time, the seller replied. I'm about to close up shop. Me Discount time. Whoops, little, little <laughs> label on it down as does. <laughs> Meanwhile, Donald Duck was just leaving the house. What a terrible day, he said in a huff. He'd overslept and woken up with a crick in his neck. Okay. I think he was listening to the Neil Andrews Spectre show. <laughs> <laughs> he hurried to cross the street but had to stop for a red light. When the light turned green, he stepped into, on, onto the street. Honk, honk. That was my. That was the cheese. <laughs> it's one of those strong cheeses. <laughs> Sorry. A big truck roared past, just missing Donald. Watch what you're doing, Donald shouted. He raced ahead to the market. I'll take a loaf of bread, he told the seller. Sorry, the seller replied. I'm just sold out. Oh, there you go. Bad luck, Doc. Yeah, it's Although, all to about be fair, timing. He, he's a duck. <laughs> you just go down the pond. People throw bread at ducks yeah, all the time. But I think he wanted a whole loaf. Oh, no, Rather than just greedy. a little, yeah, should have got up early, shouldn't he? Done some stretches. <laughs> yeah. Stupid, stupid duck. Yeah. Don't read the end of the story because whoever gets this book can find out what the well, actual end of the story yeah, is. Keep them in suspense. Keep them in suspense. <laughs> um, so, if people would like to do the same and bring a gift like that in, what should they do? Um, they can come into our studios in Lorry Walk in the Liberty Centre, or if they prefer, they can go to GBP Estates in Victoria Road. There's plenty of parking there. They can pull up right outside Sounds and good. Uh, they'll receive their their gifts. Lovely yeah. stuff. And, Thanks uh, very much. Loving the music bed as well. <laughs> Why keep this going through the show? Uh, more updates through the day and more updates uh, tomorrow. Same time with another recital. Meanwhile, Elbow and Golden Slumbers, it's Time 107.5. Time 107.5, afternoon, I'm Steve. Look at this, only ten past, and yet short songs at the start. We're up and running, I don't know what's happening, we're all over the place. There's a bit of a queue in the Darford Tunnel on the way in as well. It's going to be one of those days. Uh, but, before we get too bogged down in the negativity, and don't you worry, we will get bogged down in negativity on today's show, of course we'll. But, firstly, it's time to look at the positive in life with our Elf Report... <laughs> Our uh, Give a Child the Christmas campaign continues. People are helping out very nicely indeed. And to find out more, Elf Tom of, of Rude Health. Elf? Yeah, Rude, Rude Elf. Elf, yeah, sort of, yeah. You got over that a bit, Swift. Well, I think it's lingering. 
Is it? I don't want to get bogged down in the negativity yeah. just yet, just as you yet, say. Let's get on. bogged down in the positivity. That's what the rest of the show's for. Exactly. No, yeah. I'm feeling fit and healthy. And uh, the Give a Child a Christmas campaign is also fit and healthy. Nice, <laughs> Going nice. from strength to strength. Appetite. No, it's been really good, actually. It's, it's been excellent. It's... It's, it's um, you don't want to be too twee about it, but it's very humbling. People constantly coming in, offering their presents and, yeah. and money, actually, as well. And and it, and it just, you get the sense that, yes, it is a very positive thing to do. And we will um, make people's Christmases um, a lot more pleasant than it might very otherwise nice. have been this very Christmas. Very nice, indeed. Thanks to the, our listeners getting involved. I mean, if I were in that situation, not having, um, if I were young and not having mm. Christmas friends, we realised the state of my family, they got the stuff going on, that I've, <laughs> I've passed caring about Christmas with what they're dealing with. Um, but if I were a child going through, yeah, you know, not yeah. getting something at Christmas, I don't know what would cheer me up, maybe... If there was some form of, like, a volume of a book that had stories in it for oh, right, yeah, every day yeah. of the year, I don't know if anyone will ever what, make like such a thing. This one here, the 365 stories, oh. Disney stories donated by um, Annie and Dan about two weeks ago. Yeah, that would be light up my street. Oh, well, that's okay. just as well. We've got, we got one right here. Yeah. Um, so we've been... Now, did you hear... You, you heard yesterday. Yeah, I heard yesterday, yeah. So you yeah. know which story was was talked about. Yes, yeah, yes. So it, was, uh, it was the... Um, Cheese one, cheese and bread. Yeah. Like Donald, Mickey Mouse. Donald Duck going, I want some bread. You're a duck, mate. Come on, <laughs> think about it. Think about Very it. On the I wonder how you can get some bread. <laughs> Idiot. Um, but... <laughs> they do don't you do want to pick a party. page number? Pick a page, tell me the theme, I'll find a music bed, and then we'll uh, rock and roll. Okay. It's like culture, this. This one is called Eleanor Bear which I assume the name Eleanor, but it's from the film Brave, which I've never actually seen, but I believe is about Scotch people. Okay. So, I've, so in, the, in, the, in, the, in the photo, um, there's a bear sort of pouring at the princess, and she looks perturbed, actually, yeah. um, and a bit sort of wide-eyed and slightly scared. But he looks quite melancholy, actually, the bird. Uh, the bear, sorry. Okay. Um, so it's set in Scotland anyway. So I've got a music bed called Scottish Heart. Let's mm. have a listen to this one. Let's see if that kicks in. Come on, kick in whenever you're ready. Internet being slow. It's probably the Russians hacking something. Merida was a princess who lived in the ancient Scottish Highlands in a kingdom called Dumbrock. Her mother, Queen Eleanor, wanted Merida to marry a son from a neighbouring kingdom. Oh, as you would. In order to keep peace in the land. Merida, however, she wasn't ready to marry. She wanted to have her own adventures. Merida and her mother couldn't understand each other's point of view. Yeah. Do you reckon she sat down and said, look, it's all right, you have your own adventures now. Next thing you know, maybe have your kids first and then go and have your own adventures because tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> so, well, that's, that might be the advice she's yeah. given. But they argued and argued about this and Merida angrily slashed the family tapestry. Oh, wait a minute, that's oh, got... Yeah, that's an issue. We've all been there, guys. She rode into the woods and met a witch who gave her a magic cake. Merida thought the spell would change her mother's mind about the marriage, oh, but space instead... Cake. Hello. Space cake, hello. I think someone's been on holiday to Amsterdam, so what's happening there? Yeah, have a bit of magic cake. So she thought it would change her mother's mind about the marriage, but instead it turned her into a bear. Oh, now, missed it by that much. <sighs> Always the way, isn't that's it? A, that's quite a sharp turn in the plot there, isn't it? Good news is, though, if you turn into a bear, no bloke's going to marry you. Just exactly. Saying. You got what you wanted. Well, quiet. I wonder if the moral of this story actually is be careful what you wish for. Yeah, perhaps it is. Yeah. But, read, read a little bit more, because I'm interested to know if we've guessed this one correctly. Marida and Eleanor Bear... Oh, so the mum's changed into a bear, sorry. Oh. The mum's changed into a bear. 
so she's still she's still normal big red-headed princess lovely but her mum is a bear they were upstairs in the castle downstairs King Fergus Marida's father I think it was played by Billy Connolly in the film suddenly smelled a bear what's that right I smell a bear I've a, sense, a huge bear called Mordu had buttoned off his leg the king had hunted it down every bear he'd come across <laughs> okay didn't hear a word of it but it sounded good <laughs> and now it seemed there was a bear in his castle oh. King Fergus quickly gathered the clans for a hunt there's a bear in the castle what am I gonna do um, and then you know what? I, yeah. I, we should that leave it there. out quite nicely yeah. for whichever child is going to receive this at Christmas. Yeah. You get to find out what happens on the big bear hunt. Exactly. So I like that. I think yeah. that's actually teed up quite nicely. That yeah. story. Well, thank you very much for the. You see, it's like proper culture. Mm. We are hearing mm. stories right from books on the radio. Don't get that enough these days. Um, thank you very much for that. If people would like to do the same sort of thing, donate. I mean, look at that in terms of a gift that keeps on yeah, giving. It really has yeah, been a great gift there from Dan and Annie. Some child is going to get going to get that, and they'll be like, "Well, this is the famous book." But also, the gift of book is is knowledge. The gift of the knowledge. The gift of book. The gift of a book is truly the greatest gift. For sooth, there is knowledge within these pages. Absolutely. But yes, you can bring 365 stories, or indeed just one storybook, or any toy or present that you think a child between the age of zero and, and 18 would like. Come on down to Liberty Shopping Centre or go to GBP Estates in Victoria Road, and anything will be gratefully received. Thank you very much. More updates through the day, more updates tomorrow, and more uh, recitals from books. We are up to date. It's Time 107.5. Time 107.5, 10, no, 11 minutes, nearly 12 minutes. Time flies, isn't it? Past 2 o'clock on a Friday, because it's a Friday, which means it's a Friday, which is pretty good. Uh, one thing we do, I mean, you don't really need to make a Friday sound happier and betterer, but we're going to do, because we're going to talk about the, uh, well, it's an Elf Report, but our Give a Child a Christmas campaign, which you can help out with. Uh, Elf Tom, with the update, how's it going? Yes, Steve, very well, thank you. Very well indeed. How's the, uh, the delivering of gifts been going? Yeah, the delivery of gifts. The people bringing them in. And people have been bringing in loads. We're, we're well, we're above the target we set nice. for the whole of the campaign, which is great. Really? But we've got more and more children keep getting added to the list. That's the thing, that there's always more children. Always One thing I've noticed children. about this yeah. planet, seven billion of us, some would say it's too many. I blame the children. Well, it's ample. I think it's, I think mm. there's always room for more. Um, is there? There is, well, with the giving from, uh, from oh, our that, listeners, yeah, there is yeah. room for more. Perhaps not... People on the earth. Perhaps not in the, on the earth. There'll no. be an upper limit of what our resources can cope with. But uh, that's probably not what we're talking about. No. It's probably the wrong vibe. <laughs> plethora of children, though, that we're going to help. Yeah. And so please do keep bringing your, your gifts and toys in. Donna and Hazel um, popped in earlier. Yeah. And they actually wanted to see the book. The actual the, book. That, genuinely, they came in and they said, we want to see the book because we want to go and try and buy the 365 Disney stories. So it's cool. it says Disney, 365 stories, a story a day. That's what's written on the front cover. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this is this is actually the most famous book on this radio station. It is, yeah. yeah. Donna yeah. took a photo of it and everything. Really? And then she's gone round the shop's gin if she can find it. So she can bring that in for Give a Child a Christmas. Wow. So if you've missed what we've been doing, we do a reading from the book. Mm. Elf Tom reads live on the radio. I think there's only us and Radio 4 that do reading from books. <laughs> book at it bedtime. Feels very, it feels very high-brow, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Though, they do book at bedtime. they got the resources. They can do it every day. We do every day, a little bit earlier. Well, then again, some people go to bed at this time. Maybe you're tired. Have a little reading from a book, just to send you off to bed bars. Exactly. So what's today's story? Open. Right, let's pick a page at random. Um, Give me a theme and I'll get the music bed on the go. 
Right, this one is called a perfect night for a stroll. And it's purr as in the, the noise that a cat makes. Okay. Um, so I can only assume it, it's kind of feline based. But it's from The Rescuers, the Disney film The Rescuers, which is about mice. Ooh. So in the picture that I'm looking at, there's yeah. one of the mice has got a rain mac on, looking at a map, looking quite worried. And once again, perturbed is the word I'm going to use, because a lot of the characters in this book look perturbed. But the other mouse, the female mouse, she looks more confident, she's pretty happy. Okay. It's raining, but I feel like some sort of... Um, I've, I've searched for nighttime. Nighttime, yeah. But this music bed that my little database has come up is called Cruising in Mum's Car. And I'm willing to go with this because it's it's described as a strutting retro hip hop beat. Oh, I like Which that. Is yeah, right up my street. Oh, stop it! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Bernard was sweeping the floor of the Rescue Aid Society when Miss Bianca appeared. Oh yeah. I'm going for a stroll, she said. Would you like to join me? Gosh, I don't know. Bernard said, "It's dark out and it's raining too." Yes, Miss oh, Bianca said, oh, smiling. Oh, yeah. It's the perfect night for a stroll. Yo. Outside, Miss Bianca pulled her collar tight. Bernard opened a big umbrella. <laughs> Let's walk to Central Park. New York, I assume we're in here, Miss Bianca yeah. said. Bernard choked, but that's 13 blocks away. 13's unlucky, girl. Don't be silly, Miss Bianca said. As they walked, it rained hard. Suddenly, Bernard stopped. Listen, he cried. Meow. It's a kitten. He's in trouble. <laughs> Stay back, Bernard warned us. <laughs> Cats are dangerous. They eat mice like us. Yep. Over there, cried Miss Bianca, pointing. Under a post box, a little orange kitten covered from the rain. His fur was wet and he looked very sad. We've got to help, Miss Bianca said. Let me go first, Bernard insisted. Yeah, that actually insisted and said almost kind of rhymed. This is getting well. This is getting he well. creeped up to the kitten. A uh, hello, he stammered. Are you lost? I'm lost and very hungry, the cat cried. I was afraid of that, said Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid of that. <laughs> That's the one thing I was worried about. <laughs> Where are your parents? Miss Bianca asked. I'm an orphan, the kitten replied. We must help him, said Miss Bianca. A awkward quick, didn't it? That seems to, seems to be a good place to end the story. Well, I mean, I want to say good in some ways. Yeah. So you got a couple of mice. you got a couple of mice that are going out a, for a, a stroll. Yes, they do. A little interesting thing about mice, they always stick to the side of the wall. They never run them through across, across the roof. Ah. They always they'll go the long way around. Yeah, yeah. They never... Here's the thing about mice. They never travel the hypotenuse. They travel the adjacent and the opposite. Oh, I've had a nickel every time I heard yeah. that, yeah. Because a, a mouse will look at that. And I'll tell you the problem with a mouse, it doesn't realise... That the hypot the square of the hypotenuse <laughs> equals the square of the the sum of the square of the other two sides. Oh, when we just open the book at random, we just really never know where this is going to take us. Yeah, we're learning about and we've Pythagoras a lot today. Mice, here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mice do not understand the Pythagorean theory. No. Well, yeah. I think I have that in common with mice. Right. But the <laughs> cats don't get it either. To be fair, but uh, they would go straight across the room. So they just cut straight across? Yeah, mice. So you're saying around. here, in the story, the two mice, Bernard and, and Miss Bianca, yeah. it's quite a formal name for a mouse, <laughs> they wouldn't have gone straight to Central Park and just skirted around Why is it not just Bernard and Bianca? Why do I have to point out, you're not married? Yeah. Uh, not married much? I mean, TikTok, TikTok. TikTok. Mice don't live, you know. She'll end up having loads of kids. <laughs> like mice. Um, but if you are a mouse who's going for a walk, firstly, cut across the room. The hypotenuse is the quickest route. But uh, it's nice that you help out a lost kitten, mm, mm. but it's going to kill you. Yeah. 
so you save it and it a cat is it's mainly instinct as much as you think oh it'll be nice to the cat that cat later on will go I'm going to eat some mouse yeah and the cat's got sharp teeth and claws that's what it says mentioned in the book yeah <sighs> mentioned in the novel at some point um, the cat will go and what's about mouse like uh oh but the, the upside of this is that the mouses, or mice as they're often known, yeah. were trying to help the cat because the cat was an orphan. Yeah. And do you know what? That's not too far away from what our listeners have been doing with Give a Child a Christmas. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about a little baby Jesus, but no, you went that way. Okay. <laughs> baby Jesus wasn't an orphan. No, in fact, too many dads. Many, yeah. Lots of dads. <laughs> More than most, yeah. And in one way, he was his own dad, which almost makes three dads. Yeah. Which would be a great sitcom. Um... <laughs> Well, if people would like to do the same and help out by bringing some sort of a gift that we can talk about on the radio, uh, what could they do? They could come down to us. We're in the Liberty Shopping Centre. Um, anytime, Monday to Sunday, we're open. We're trying to get all the gifts in as best we can before next Friday so we can get them all delivered. But come and see us or go to GBP Estates in Victoria Road. Blondie. And hearts of glass. It's time 107.5. Good afternoon to you. Stephen Allen here. Weekday afternoon show. Did you manage to make it into work in the snow? I didn't. It's tricky, isn't it? Um, but that's going to blow your mind for a while, that one. It's like in the Matrix when he knocks over the vase. But uh, before we get too into moaning about the weather, and sweet mercy, we will get into moaning about the weather, let's do the positive side of things. It's the Elf Report. Elf Tom, how's it going? Yes, Steve. Very well, thank you. Very well indeed. I managed to get here all right today. Yeah. Through the slush. Did you? You're a bipedal type, though, aren't you? I am bipedal, yeah. yeah. I always have been. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you say that. <laughs> Actually, I don't think you have been. The first, yeah, the first 14 months of my life. Probably not so yeah. much. Yeah. More, uh, I mean, uh, barely ambulatory mm. in the early mm. days. I'm just guessing. I mean, it's not like I know you that well, but I'm just uh, presuming. Back I think in you know days. me well enough to assume that as a as a small baby, I wasn't walking to work. Yeah, yeah. That's a fair. I think that's a because fair judgment. I think what I've just done is clumbered it. I just done <laughs> one more thing. Well, yeah. yeah, my wife. She's a big. Yeah. So you, did you walk <laughs> to work when you were a baby? Did it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, so, but but you're in work. You've made it in. Yeah. I got public transport today. Did you? I'm not getting stuck in traffic for this. No. It's not Just, worth it, is I it? imagine that M25. <sighs> so I've got some work done on, my, on the train and stuff, so I've got warmth in my heart, and yeah. indeed in my hands. got the real thick gloves. Um, yeah. but, that, but speaking of warm hearts... Yeah. Who's but been bringing in stuff for the Give a Child a Christmas Honestly, campaign? there's been plenty of warm hearts today. Yeah. I'm just having a little count up. Between this morning, about 9am and now, we've had 18 different people and Whoa. groups of people come in wow. to donate toys, gifts. Young people, old people, people in between. It's been very heartwarming, as you say. Yeah. People coming in. We're trying to get everything in as best we can before this time next week. So ideally, we'd get everything in by Friday, Saturday and Sunday yeah. so we can start, like you know sorting everything out and getting it to the various different charities in time for Christmas Day we're getting too close to the big day aren't we we're, getting, close. we're in the danger mm. we're in the danger zone <laughs> it's about five syllables in the way you say that um, but one of the gifts that was brought in a while back yeah. is my favourite gift I don't think anyone's beaten it yet in terms mm. of my personal preference and who am I but um, there's a, a book and I believe it's called 365 Stories it's from Disney and it says a story a day because Disney can do maths. Oh, it's excellent! And talking of danger zone, yeah, we had a proper tidy up because there's like eighteen hundred different toys out there in the office now, yeah. and this book was buried under loads of other stuff. Oh, we've actually friendly had to get it out to continue this piece. That imagine if we didn't have that book, that would indeed you're quite right to say it would be the danger zone. Danger zone. 
So, uh, let's do it today, though. This is what people are after. Yeah. This is book at bedtime, but it's not even bedtime. We're actually ahead of Radio 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the place to be. Right, so shall I pick a random page, then? A random page. We're going to get a short story from this great book, as read by Elf Tom, on the radio. Right, okay. This one is called Captured by Sid. It's from January the 23rd, and it's based on Toy Story. Um, so in the picture we've got Buzz Lightyear being picked up by a grabber with you know them aliens oh, from okay. the first Toy Story film um, might, so might it, try and do Alien as yeah a, as I a think theme. Alien is quite a good one um, games like Buzz is being picked up by that grabber you know you remember I've, I've from had, 1995 I've had a good old go at them in my time how about this one this music bed called Distant Void see if it loads in I'll get that going on the way come on come on computer you can do it got Internet Explorer open, but there's no need to be like this. Oh, there it is. It started. Um, all right, whenever you're ready. Oh, dear. Woody and Andy's brand new toy, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, we're going right to the beginning of Toy Story. We're stranded at a petrol station. Oh. They had been in Andy's mum's car on the stranded way to Pizza Planet. Stranded at the station. <laughs> Wrong film. Sorry. <laughs> on the way to Pizza Planet. Yeah. But because they'd been fighting with each other, they'd fallen out onto the ground. Oh. Andy's mum had driven away without them. Oh. Luckily, Woody spotted a Pizza Planet delivery truck. The truck could take him to Andy. But Woody knew he couldn't face the other toys without Buzz. Yeah. Woody had knocked Buzz out of Andy's window, and the other toys thought he'd done it on purpose. So Woody tricked Buzz, telling him the truck was a shuttle that could turn him to d- could return him to his home planet. You see, Buzz didn't even realise he was just a toy. We really are going right back to the genesis of Toy Story. Yeah, the whole thing about him, he's got no, no sense of self-awareness. That was almost his defining trait. At Peter Planet, Woody quickly spotted Andy. With a little luck, he figured they could jump into Molly's pushchair. Yeah. Okay, Buzz, get ready and... Buzz? Woody turned around to see Buzz striding towards the rocket ship Crane Game. The Space Ranger thought it was a real spaceship. Buzz climbed into the rocket ship Crane Game. Woody followed, still hoping he could make Buzz return to Andy. Why don't you come and buy another Buzz? Yeah, I don't know. Of them. Yeah, that could... Th- he's not the only sentient one, is he? No, he's massively... They make they manufactured loads of him, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, let's go buy another one. If you lose a Buzz, go and get another Buzz. And you know what? I feel like this is just the story from Toy Story. All the other stories that we've read out of this book have been like really yeah. random stories based on the characters and they just go off and do other weird things. I feel like they got lazy on January the 23rd and yeah. just copied what they'd seen in the film. Just went like previously on and just did it all again. Yeah, maybe that's what the whole of January is in this book. It's just previously on Toy Story, previously in... No one works hard in life. January, yeah. so I understand it's a bit of a rehash. Yeah. And also today's... Whoever wrote this music bed... Mm. They've written about one note in the entire thing. <laughs> it's the worst piece of music I've ever... And I will email about this. It's the worst, worst music that I've ever downloaded from my database. What's the album title? I've moved on from the page because I thought I'd try and find a better one. I found one that's called Hocus Pocus, which doesn't really seem like it's going to be linked to um, Aliens, but... Oh, see, that is quite a nice vibe, actually, there. And we've come so far. <laughs> and we've come so far. <laughs> We've come so far and I don't know the word. That's the best Howard Donald impression. Thank you. And um, I think it's the best Howard Donald solo, isn't it, of Take That? <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> I it? love that. It's probably the only one as well, is it? I and don't I don't know. know why they give the guy with the slight speech impediment all of that. There's so many S's in the opening <laughs> to that song. I've always thought that. He's a, he's a great great singer, Howard, but it seemed <laughs> an odd thing to, like... St- Stick the neck on the line and give him, give him that solo with all the ethics. There, there is a, there's a story that I can't tell on air of um, 
when I was with the X, we used to flick through some of the channels on the free set. Some of the upper channels. The some X of those channels. channels. The extra channels. Yeah. And there's one that had a lot of S's in the title, mm. and the woman who was doing the piece to camera couldn't say S without going <laughs> like that. And I'm trying to think which words I could miss out. It was something station. Yeah. And she was like, hi, I'm Stacey. Why don't you call the station with us? Oh, wow. By the end of it. But you can see that little windscreen wipe come up on the camera. Um, so thank you very much for today's reading out of her story. If someone would like to do the same and bring in a, a gift as part of our Give a Child at Christmas, what should they do? We're still collecting up to the end of this week and, and beyond, to be honest with you. But we'd love to get it all in this week in the studio here in Liberty Shopping Centre or down to our friends uh, in Victoria Road, GBP Estates. Sounds like a plan. Right, let's get good. Christmassy. Let's keep up with the Christmassy. Hanson, they're back. Speaking of give children Christmas, Hanson, they've not grown up. They still need some help. Buy this song and help them out. It's time 107.5. Afternoon, I'm Steve. Made it here. The Greater Anglia trains were cancelled. I know, I know. And yet somehow I managed to find a system that got me here. It was another train. Spoiler alert. Uh, but do you know what? I'm not going to let that slow me down because we focus on the positive on this show, which is how why we start off uh, the show with a bit of an elf report to see what's been happening with our Give a Child a Christmas campaign. Elf Tom in the room. Yes, Hello. Steve. Focus on the positives. Yeah. I like that. Always. A- accentuate the positives. Exactly. exactly. As the song says. Exactly, and we, the Agate of a Child of Christmas campaign is is slowly coming to an end, actually. Yeah. We're looking to get everything in by the end of this week, if possible. Like a train coming mm. into the station, but mm. not a Greater Anglia one. No. Uh, through to Victoria, uh, south of Victoria, because, uh, no. No, this yeah. this sort of train, this Give a Child of Christmas train is, is a glorious train. Actually runs. With plenty of aplomb, and like the Polar Express, I imagine. Oh, yeah. If you've ever well, seen uh, that, where Tom Hanks plays about 17 characters, this is the, the physical embodiment of that character. A bit like the train in Murder on the Orient Express. Mm. The new version mm. is very uh, Polar Expressy. Yeah, with less moustache though. Yeah. Yeah. One heck of a tash going on. this is an incredible moustache in that film. Sweet tash. Um, so yeah, I'm glad the campaign's still going well. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult to notice if there's been another peak since what I consider to be the peak of it, one of the greatest gifts oh. brought in. Uh, was the 365 stories. Every time we do this now, we get calls and texts saying, stop reading from that book. It's going to be a right state by the time you give it. Do you know what? It's going to be a famous book. It is. I think it's already a bit famous. And please don't worry, we've been trying not to thumb it too heavily Yeah. when picking a page. Yes. We, and we are, you know, we, we, we clean our hands. Yeah, absolutely. We're clean people. So, so should we pick a random page for today from the 365 stories? Random page. Okay, I'm going to go towards the back of the year. Yeah. You get some nice, uh, some some nice reading of a story from a book right. live on radio, us and Radio Four, and I keep I keep getting them tweet shade. Like, <laughs> oh, with uh, hashtag not as good as us Radio Four. Oh. <laughs> this is called Dawn Patrol, okay. and it is starring the elephants from the Jungle Book. I'm going to search Jungle then. Also, um, I think it's Bagheera. Is that the panther? From Jungle Book, like uh, Mowgli's mentor, he's in the picture. Oh, he, yeah. Once again, he looks perturbed. We've used the word perturbed quite a lot on this spot over the last couple of weeks. I guess but it's a lot, lot of the perturbation. Mm, a lot of mm, perturbation these days. Quite angsty. Yeah. But the the, um, the all the elephants are there, and Bagheera is there, and it looks like they've seen something shocking going on in the distance. But I think jungle is probably the key word. Is the elephant called Bagheera because they've got big ears? Ah, uh-huh. no, I don't think it is. I never thought of that. Uh-huh. I don't know why I've discovered what? something. Yeah, I like that. 
What jungle track have you gone for? Is it like proper 90s sort of jungle music? No, I don't really have like access to that. I don't have access to that on here. Uh, I searched for jungle. I think this might be the wrong jungle um, geographically, but uh, let's see what it gives us. Let's see what it gives us. Let's get rid of the music band. Come on, internet. You can do it. Pausing for the internet in the modern world of waiting for... We're hoping for the Indian jungle, aren't we? That's where the jungle book is set. That's where Mowgli's from. This is, uh, this is not... It's not playing, let alone actually from there. I think this might be uh, the Amazon. If it ever gets round to it, it's all right. Someone's left Internet Explorer open. It kills this computer. Um, so while I'm waiting for this to kick in, you can give us start off the story, and I'll bring the music in. Today's story, ladies and gentlemen. Today's story. Time on a simplified, ladies and gentlemen. Time on a simplified. One day, ladies and gentlemen, Mowgli went to the jungle to visit his old friend Baloo the bear. Why so sad, Mowgli? Why well, the long face? Did he do that joke? <laughs> Oh, the long face. <laughs> it's the dry season, and the river's getting low, said Mowgli. My friends in the village are worried about running out of water. Oh, said Baloo. He scratched his head. But what about the spring in the jungle? It never goes dry. Mowgli shook his head. The spring is much too far inside the jungle. It would take all day to get there from the village. Mowgli walks seven miles a day, just for the nearest source of water. Please give, give whatever you can. Could do give. <laughs> Just then, Bagheera, the panther, padded over. Mowgli, I got an idea, boy. Dawn patrol. What? Booyaka, booyaka! Jungle is massive. The next morning, Bagheera, Baloo and Mowgli all waited by the spring. Yeah. Before long, the ground shook with the approach of Colonel Haythi and his elephants. Hup, two, three, four, hup, two, three, four, chanted the colonel as the herd marched behind him. Here they come, said Bagheera. Who are you calling Dawn Bagheera? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you calling Big Ear? It's not that. my fault. I've never fault. thought of that before. And, the, and then the, the animals go, how did you know we were calling you Big Ear? They're like, what, with these things? Come on. <laughs> like a mile off, mate. <laughs> Quickly, Bagheera, Baloo and Mowgli hid in the bushes. They waited for the elephants to stop at the spring and take a long drink. Ready to try my plan, Bagheera whispered to Mowgli. They're going to kill an elephant. Oh, oh my goodness. The boy nodded. This is illegal in many countries. Well, it is. Don't, don't try and sell the ivory after. <laughs> the boy nodded. Then the two sprang from the bushes, crying, To the river, quick, everyone, as fast as you can. The elephants looked up in alarm. What, what, what's the meaning of this, stammered the colonel. Shere Khan is coming. Oh. oh. I think we should leave it there for suspense. Well, that was exciting. It was it was very almost as exciting as, did you see Hashtag Jumbo, the, the, the world's biggest elephant, the David Attenborough thing? The other yeah, night? yeah, yeah. Amazing Huge. stuff. The Because um, one of the reasons they thought it might have... Every night it went into a bit of a, you know, a bit of a mood. Oh, a bit right, of a Mardi. Yeah. So the big elephant, the one that was in the Barnum Circus, mm. even before then, every night it would start to wreck the place. Wrecking the jet. Yeah. And they think it's this thing called, well, one theory was, how do you say it? It's M-U-S-T-H, muth. Muth. And it's a thing that happens to elephants, where they constantly wee-wees down their leg to leave their scent everywhere. Okay. Like male elephants. So it's like a, a territory thing, then? But you mark the territory, everyone can feel their scent. Um, and then what happens is they get uh, more testosterone, more sexually aggressive, mm. they fight more, and they are constantly on the prowl for the ladies. Much like David Attenborough himself. Yeah. Yes, and here we see a fine piece of lady. <laughs> Um, and I th- I'm, I'm think this is happening to me more and more, this must thing. What, were you yeah. down your own leg? Well, it's mainly that. The rest of it, not so much, <laughs> as, as I get older. Um, thanks very much for the today's recital, today's reading. Another one of them tomorrow. It's Taiwan 7.5. 
Time 107.5. Afternoon, I'm Steve. Marvin Gaye, a song all about how not helping people makes you live longer. I think I understood that the right way around. Uh, welcome along. Let's start off with the positive vibes on the show. Elf report time. Um, Elf Tom. Yes, in Steve. In the house. How's it going? Very well. Elf report time. 2.15. Love it. Give a child a Christmas is coming towards an end. It is, isn't it? It is. It's sort yeah. of hurtling towards the finish line. Mm-hmm. Um, it's frantic out in, in the office at the moment. We're trying to bag everything up for the various different charities. Did I see someone got something delivered here? Yeah, I thought that was a good idea. People, Genius. A few people have Amazon Genius. stuff just with the address of the of, of our studios. Yeah. And that's actually a very, very good way of doing things. If it gets delivered here, yeah. you don't have to come and meet any radio presenters. I mean, win, 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 win. <laughs> People want to come in and meet you, though, Steve. That's the... Well, well at least waving seem, you through the window. They seem to not do if they're uh, <laughs> getting things delivered here. So, yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, it's good work, good work. Um, and so... Uh, people can still do this. They can still get things delivered here. They can still drop things off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we'd love to get it all in by the end of the week, if possible. Yeah. But we're not going to turn anything away. Um, so Monday is going to be a bit of a frantic one. But if we could get everything in by Monday, that'd be ideal. Okay. Toys, clothes, presents, books. Books, you say? I'm a big fan of books. All right. Um, yeah. I always thought it'd be nice to have a recurring feature on an mm. afternoon show where someone reads from a mm. book because that'd be culture. Quite. Yeah. Well, as, just as just as well, I've got here uh, 365 stories. Yes. A story a day by Disney. We should have podcasted these. Oh, we could have collected this we... together as a podcast. <laughs> this would have been a good episode. Um, so you're going to read one of the stories from three... And By the way, whoever gets this as a book, oh. as a, an actual gift, please do get in touch with the show afterwards. Because you know what? I would love to. And it's a yeah. long shot. It might not happen. But I'd love to, when some child receives that book, to get them on the phone... Oh. To read one of the stories. Just passing the legacy on. Yeah. That would be lovely, yeah. wouldn't it? People have been coming in trying to see if they can buy another book like this. And it is just, Dan and Annie, I think, brought this in about three weeks ago in the yep. legacies. Was it Anne and Danny? Anne and Danny. Dan, Dan and, Annie. and Annie. Yeah. They were oh. they were they were a mother and uh, son combination. Yeah. He came in. But it, it certainly wasn't Dan and Anne, and it wasn't Danny and Annie. <laughs> Danny and but Anne. it's one of no. the other possible combinations. I can't remember now. I can't remember now. Um, so, right, pick, random, pick a random random page, and then we'll get a reading live on the radio. This is culture, mate. This is reading out loud. Right, here radio. we go. Well, I've chosen... Uh, it's called The Race. Ooh. And it's from the from the Disney film Bambi. So in, in the photo, it's the rabbit. I, I think it's called Thumper. That. I did not expect that at all. When you say The Race, I was thinking Disney's cars. The Race, yeah, yeah. Whereas now I'm a bit worried it's, it's not going to be about... I don't know what... Is this a race? Is it a running race? A superior race? I don't know. This is, uh, Disney had a certain point of view <laughs> that we should not be looking into right now. I don't know what to Google for that. But, the, but Thumper, looks, <laughs> Thumper looks quite happy um, in the photo. It's just a photo of him. So he's a rabbit. It's just going to be some sort of race, some sort of forest, um, Olympics. I don't know. We're going to have to mm. read it and find out. I'm just going to search for the word race yeah. on my little database of... Uh, oh, this is like a minute and a half. Oh, this one sounds good. Uh, let's see what happens with this one. It's called Race Against Time. When the music kicks in, oh, take it away. Good morning, young prince. Thumper greeted Bambi. One bright wind today. Was Bambi a prince? Unless it's just one of those, all right, Treacle, all right, darling. <laughs> I mean, I'm none of those things, but fair enough. 
<laughs> Good morning, Thumper. Right, Prince. Bambi said, no nickname there. I have a great idea, Bambi. Let's have a race, Thumper said. We'll start from here, and he drew a line in the dirt, and whoever makes it to that big pine tree over there first... Alive. ...wins the race. <laughs> but fine. it would be silly for us to race, Bambi told his friend. Why's that? Thumper asked, confused, because I'll win... You mug, Bambi said. <laughs> what makes you so sure? Thumper challenged, puffing up his chest. Because oh, I'm bigger and faster than you, Bambi. I don't remember Bambi being this arrogant, It's actually. quite in your face, mm. isn't it? It's mm. quite kind of, yeah. <laughs> if you're so sure you'll win, Thumper said, why are you afraid to race me? Oh, hello, giving it big. Classic. Yep. Yep. Classic reverse psychology there from Thumper. Bambi paused to think about this. He didn't want to hurt the little rabbit's feelings. Fine, he said at last. Let's race. Great. Thumper exclaimed. Ready? He's, he's going to rub that Ready. right in the face. I mean, he's still like, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I am going to humiliate him in front of everyone else around here. <laughs> Look, they are, they're getting all kind of like, well, you think what? Well, I'm not going to race you, because I'd easily win. <laughs> oh, yeah, you want to go? What, are you I'd... a chicken? Meanwhile, the chicken's giving it some... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't remember the characters of Bambi being this boisterous. Have they redone it? Yeah, I thought it was, it was quite... They're all quite placid and like... But they're just giving it to each other. I mean, this. to be fair, Bambi's just getting over what happened to his mum. True, 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 true. So maybe it's just like an anger mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an Ooh. angsty thing. Read a little bit more. I'd like to know how this race at least begins, but not ends. Great! Thumper exclaimed. Ready? Ready, Bambi said. Thumping. Okay! Thumper said, crouching down. Bambi crouched down too. On your mark, get set, go! They both took off as fast as they could. Bambi, with his long legs and big wide stride, immediately took the lead. But Thumper's small size helped him to dart through the underbush and slip through some tight groups of trees. Nice. When Bambi looked back, he saw that Thumper was right on his heels. Thumper took the opportunity to hop past Bambi. Smack him in the face. Oh, sorry, I read that wrong. Yeah. I thought I was going to go the other way. Bambi paused to jump over a tree that had been knocked down, blocking the path. But who will win the race? Find out if you get given the book 365 stories a story a day 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 yes that was good pressure pressure um you see this would have made a good podcast all these stories i mean actually if we'd released it as a podcast we would have actually asked disney for the rights (laughs) so it's good that we didn't if someone would like to help out so not long left uh, with this campaign what should they do we're on down to us here in in the liberty shopping center or go to our friends uh, at gbp estates in victoria road and any presents are very gratefully received it's time 107.5 Always gets me when it's just in one ear. Feels weird. Feels like I need to sneeze or something. It's time 107.5. No offence to the Beatles, big fan of your work. Uh, I know they listen, well, some of them do, uh, to the show. Um, Welcome along. It's the weekday afternoon show where we start off the show by looking at one of the most positive things within humanity itself, and that is altruism. Altruism is the best quality of all. And that's why we get uh, a little Elf Report update on our Give a Child the Christmas campaign with Elf Tom. Yes, Hello, Steve. sir. How are you? I'm doing all right. Altruistic today? Uh, I'm actually, well, I'm all I've done. Did you, not, did you not hear yesterday? So two days ago, I told about the, the woman with the, I don't know what they're called, because it's kind of like a shopping bag on wheels that older ladies right. tend to have. Not quite a trolley, but trolley-esque. It's trolley-esque. And uh, she was up, trying to get up the stairs at Stratford. And I was like, oh, can you, you, you to that? I was like, I'll do that. And I, as I went to lift it, I <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's heavy. Yeah, it is heavy. Yes. You've got a body in here. So I think I'm an accomplice. And then I went to, uh, to I was heading to the broadcasting house and there was the Oxford Circus. That's the bad boy. Stairs all over the place on that one. Mm. Woman with a massive pink case. 
I said, do you want me to help? Because she, she looked at the stairs and actually went, oh, so I got this, don't you worry. It's my day of lifting. That wasn't as heavy, but I realised I got to the top and there's more stairs, so I had to wait around for her. I just couldn't do it. Oh, so you you got right up to the top, yeah. to the summit, and then she was she was carrying on, she was taking too much time just to walk well, up. You were carrying we, the pink case. We did the steps, the, the steps from the train to the escalator. Yeah. I carried the thing for her. Right. Well, actually, she insisted on like trying to help, and therefore just made it worse. <laughs> she basically held one of the wheels, but kept it at a jaunty angle, which nearly <laughs> put my back out. And I'm always going, no, I've got it, no, it's fine. Oh, all right, let's do it like this. So I need to get, you know, chiropractic now. Got to the top, and I walked up the escalator, because, you know, I've got stuff to do. Mm. But I got to the top and realised there's no exit from that place without steps. So I waited for her. I was like, I can't, I can't be that guy who, who like, half helps mm. and then lets us struggle. You've got to go whole hog, haven't you? you got to go full in. So I waited around. Uh, and then, yesterday in a coffee shop, someone dropped the newspaper on the floor and it just landed nearer me than them. So it's like, I got it for you. So altruism-wise... I'm done. You've done three big things there in the last in the last week or so. Yeah, and that's me done for the year. Yeah. I think if we're in December and I've done three nice things, that's it's it. Good. I'm scrooging it up. I mean, that's our listeners are doing good things on the daily. Really nice things. I suppose they Bringing are. in all these different gifts and toys for the Give a Child a Christmas appeal. Yeah. And they're, they're not hanging around as well, because tomorrow is the day to try and get it done by. We'd love it all in by tomorrow, if possible. Yeah. Between now and Monday, it's going to be quite manic packaging up the gifts and toys and then sending them off to the various charities so some stuff has already gone out but we, the studio is still full full of presents you so are, we'd love sat to next to a big bear right now <laughs> yes let's be honest yeah. about this you sat next to a massive cuddly toy so yeah we've the all the overspl- uh, overflow spaces would just come right into the studio into the, yeah who cares about the broadcasting <laughs> uh, and one of the gifts that is featured regularly on this is mm. uh, disney's 365 stories and this is in the news today walt disney by murdoch's um fox for 52.4 billion dollars how can they afford it i'll tell you why because we've been plugging them on this show every day <laughs> yes. so you're welcome walt yes. disney I don't know if Walt Disney's still around. I think he's frozen. Um, but if, if they are listening, and I know they're a big fan of the show, uh, the reason why you can afford to make that purchase is because we've been doing this for you. Imagine after that joke about Disney being frozen, the random page we picked today was about the film Frozen. It's frozen, it'd be amazing. Oh, oh. let it go. Um, the let him go. <laughs> Does it, by the time he thaw, they're not going to cure it. Um, so, yeah, in the future, I just mm. think when Disney owns all the stuff, uh, I'm not really sure which part... Because I know there are some talk-based radio stations now owned by Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Disney owns them. Because he's still keeping the newspapers and Sky News. Right. Selling off the entertainment side of stuff. I'm just thinking maybe... We could get in there. Just think maybe that might be looking for people. Shoehorn us in there. A little double header the if Fox you do a chat show. Disney. Oh. Yeah, we could read from a book every day. So, uh, Disney is the book, 365. It's a, it's a lovely book. It's it's, a it really book. is a lovely book. And I'm, I'm very happy that it's not been sent out yet. Um, so, this could be... Uh, well, we're heading up to the final readings of these things, aren't we? So, what's the story that you're going to pick today? And I'll get some music for us. Right. This one... It's not frozen. I can see the It's called Goodbye Friendship. Okay, so this is sad. It, it's from the somber. film Inside Out, which we haven't had so far. I love that film. You, no, I'm yet to see it. We, we don't. We don't need the music bed. Inside Out is actually one of my uh, music beds that I use on the show all the time. Is this from Inside this is from Out? The film, it? yeah. Well, with joy and sadness lost in long-term memory, with the core memory spheres, anger, fear, and disgust had been trying to take care of Riley on their own. Yeah. I don't know who R- Riley is. is Riley's she... the kid. Right. She has to move. She is so happy. Parents have to move. Mm. 
It's right there. Oh, we love this film. I don't love you? this film so much. It's like a proper analysis of how you can be hit by circumstance, how it can affect the inner you. Right. But after Lisa Riley's argument with her parents, all they could do was watch as Goofball Island collapsed inside Riley's mind. I'm normally I grasp, even if I've not seen the film, what the film is kind of about. But this is yeah, this is, seems unusual. But... So there are characters that represent the emotions within the person's head. Okay. The best thing, spoiler alert at the end of the film, they do it to, to animals as well. Animals and, as well. And the cats, inside a cat's head, there's just loads of cats, and none of them got emotion, they're all just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and by the way, is, is her name Riley, or did you say Lisa Riley? I said Lisa Riley, because I used, she was my favourite presenter of... Um, You've been framed. You've been framed. Of course. Of course. Um, but that was just for, for my own... glad I spotted that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get back to headquarters, Joy realised that she and Sadness would first have to weave through the endless maze of shelves full of memory spheres in long-term memory. Yeah. They had to get to Riley's core memories back to headquarters before more islands of personality collapsed. This feels it's, like Inception, but for children. It is very much like that. Is it's, it? It's like the, the animated version of Inception. No one's spinning any tops, mm. but it's it goes pretty deep. Sadness did not like Joy's p- plan. She thought they would get lost. Think positive, said Joy. I'm too sad to walk. Sadness moaned from the floor. Just give me a few hours. <coughs> I don't know what it is. Pause Joy didn't have a minute to lose, so she picked up one of Sadness's legs and dragged her along. Ouch. She picked up one of her legs. Yeah. So what are they? What do they look like if she just picked up one of her legs? Are her legs not attached? No, they are. To the rest yeah. of them? Sadness is short, really right. short. Joy is like tall and always happy. And then, I mean, there's an interesting moral of the film mm. that actually she thinks sadness is slowing them, slowing them down. But actually, there are times when sadness is needed. Yeah. Do you know what? It's getting me going again. Just even thinking about it. It's such a good film. Um, the only problem with this story that we're hearing there is it's very much like the actual film. But they just written it down again. <laughs> they got a bit bored of this book eventually. The more they just got, oh, we'll just do that. What yeah. was in the film? Remember that film? Yeah, right. Now. All they've done is uh, they've looked for the synopsis of the internet, uh, internet movie database. Copy paste. Jobs are good. Um, not that we're dissing Disney, no, because they might own some radio stations. No, no, we're not dissing so, Disney, no, <laughs> not at all. No, 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 honestly. After yesterday's one, <laughs> yeah. we're never going to get a job with them ever again. Um, so if someone would like to do the same sort of thing and bring along a gift, what should they do? They can come and see us in the next few days, preferably. Um, come down to us at our studio in the Liberty Shopping Centre or go to our friends at GBP Estates in Victoria Road. Uh, it sounds good. We'll do more updates through the day. Uh, music by Betsy to play for you and some tr- Tina Arena soon too. It's time one. 7.5 Time 107.5 Afternoon, I'm Steve On the text already uh, Oh yes, Bob, this is one of my favourite ABBA songs What's the topic today? I don't know, I just sat down What's the... I don't know even what's happened. What's it? We played Take That and then I had a little sit down. Before we get sorted out with any sort of topic for a Friday, and there might not be one on a Friday, you never know. Although I did overhear a conversation on the train last night. We need to talk about that later. But first, it's time for an elf report to see uh, the, the... Oh, this is emotional because it's the last one. Like all good things, like BBC's El Dorado, it must come to an end. And uh, this is our final one of our... Um, it's, it's, it's emotional. It is emotional, Steve. It's, be, it's got to come to an end. Yeah, so uh, Elf Tom in Our the house. orations, yeah. Because uh, we, we, like, we like to get a little catch-up on what's happening with the, the campaign, Give a Child a Christmas. There's so much goodwill out there that it is uh, a beautiful thing to behold. And we've marked it every day by reading from one of the gifts. 
Dan and Annie, Ann and Danny. Ann and Danny, Dan and Annie brought it in One about three weeks ago. Yeah, and we have enjoyed it so much. There's been loads of people commenting about it, mainly saying, stop reading from that book, <laughs> it will be ruined by the time we give it to someone. Um, but we've not listened to that advice. I think we should like leave a post-it note in this book or something, signed, kind of like, enjoy the book, we enjoyed the start of the stories... That'd be nice. Enjoy the rest of your life, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Good luck to you. We might post to know that. We one. could, we could, because we could put the phone number in the, and yes. then and then it's in fate's hands. Yeah. If someone gets in touch, like a message in a bottle. Yeah, but in yeah a book. absolutely. Message in a book. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, I quite like that. Okay, so we'll do that. Um, for for those who haven't heard it, we read from the book. Uh, Elf Tom reads from the book. The start of one of the three hundred and sixty-five stories that Disney have made. Everyone loves Disney, especially now as they possibly own two radio stations oh no it's four radio stations four yeah well, everyone loves Disney so yeah. uh, everyone loves Disney um, so which story are you going to go for today well we do it at random yeah but but perhaps we should go to Christmas Day should we if it's the last one it's the last one before the big day okay we don't what? know what it is but we'll, we'll, let's go to December the 25th it's yeah. called A Merry Christmas well that's that's which, good branding that's <laughs> yes, our message it's, it's from Mickey's Christmas Carol which is a film we haven't had so far okay and that makes it easy for me to search for music bed I'll just search for so Christmas so it's Christmasy in, in the photo um, you've got I think it must be Scrooge McDuck and the, every, all the Mickey's and Mickey's little ch- does Mickey have children? Mickey and Minnie and all the little Mickey and Minnie's are like all over him eating turkey and that it looks very festive I'm not an expert on it but I imagine they have children because you know mice are like like. always non-stop dirty creatures Um, yeah yeah. so oh once in Royal David City we could have this this is a Christmassy one isn't it yeah get rid of this so this will kick in and then take it away with our Christmas reading ladies and gentlemen Christmas Merry Christmas, Ebenezer Scrooge crowd as he watched the Cratchit children. Did you do it ironically? That's a strange thing to... I would say, Merry Christmas, you exclaim or something, but to to crow it, to crow it... To crow, It's right. a strange thing. And it, Hang on, Scrooge McDuck? This, yeah, well, yeah. it says Ebenezer Scrooge, but... He's not a duck, is he? Sorry, he's not a crow, so he shouldn't be crowing yeah. things. <sighs> Floors already. Yeah. He's a, he's a duck. At the end of this, the punchline will be put it on my bill. But carry on. <laughs> carry on. But we know we're going to hit that. It's going to happen. <laughs> he watched the Cratchit children open the gifts he'd bought. A teddy bear, Tiny Tim exclaimed. His sister had a new doll, and his brother was busy playing with a new train set. Oh, nice. And a scale electrics. Yeah, replacement bus service <laughs> train set. Mainly buses, they say. <laughs> and there's another present too, Scrooge said, with a twinkle in his eye. Oh, hello. Hello. I'll, Someone's I'll ordered right. online. <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. There's a teddy in that box. <laughs> Not that sort. Yeah. A moment later, here happened, carrying a big package wrapped in red paper and tied with a giant green bow. The children ripped off the paper and squealed in delight. <coughs> father, it's a sledge. Oh, from it there, when you said father, <laughs> thought, father, what are you doing in here? How long have you been wrapped up for? <laughs> it was a bad idea. <laughs> Father, it's a sledge, they cheered. I can see that. You've spoiled the end of Citizen Kane. <laughs> oh! Rosebud. Rosebud. <laughs> I can see that, Bob Cratchit replied. I'm not an idiot. Actually, it probably would have been nicer than that. I can Bob, see Bob that. Bob Cratchit, the leader of that union. Oh. <laughs> I can see that. No wonder he's not at work on Christmas Day. <laughs> Looking up from the turkey as he was carving, Scrooge had bought the turkey yeah. over that. He'd bought it over that very morning. It's fresh. Can we go sledging? Can we? What on a turkey? Can we? Oh, 
mention <laughs> not on the turkey, on the aforementioned sledge. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> Cratchit replied, but not until after dinner. And dinner is ready right now. Ting! Dinner! The children shouted as they scrambled to their seats at the table. Mrs. Cratchit sat down at the table. I can't remember the last time we've had such a oh, feast. Oh, great pause. Great place for a pause. <laughs> well, you've got three kids, so we know how many times... <laughs> what? And I think there is a great place to end our feast of oration over the last few weeks. Beautiful. What an excellent story. Which in many ways, as a story, is just a bog-standard Christmas day. <laughs> just to recap, someone opened some presents. Yeah, and th later on there's some charades and yeah. someone has an argument or something. But Still, it was good of Scrooge McDuck to buy mm. all of those things. Yeah. Because previously, he didn't like parting with his money. He didn't. But he's clearly bought, like, gifts, individual gifts, mm. and then one big gift. Yeah, he's thought about it. And he's probably, he's probably ordered it online. Mm. And, but he's not really good at it. He's old. So he's, he's a probably, busy guy as well. But. He probably has to make a phone call. Mm. And eventually they say to him, are you going to pay for all this stuff, Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> and he said, <laughs> put it put on the bill. Thank you very much for downloading the podcast. Hopefully you feel nice and Christmassy now. Uh, tune in to the radio show 2 till 4 on Time 107.5 or subscribe to the podcast that I do these days as well. Or why not tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. Till next time. Bye.